Mic check. Mic mic check. Mic check one two. Sibilance. Sibilance. Mic check one two. <laughs> We're gonna start off silly. Uh, Tenant B four. You sank my battleship. Oh, that's the wrong board game. Okay. <laughs> uh, would have been a more interesting thumbnail to be honest. It, it would have, but I don't have a clue what you're talking about. Battleship. I made a clue joke. Ah, sorry. Roll the footage. Did you get that? I got that one right in there. Ah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, okay, so we're just going to mute the... Uh, we're going to mute the music, and then you can listen to my brother sit there and say how he managed to get that one in there. And we're just going to completely ignore everything. Just, oh, is that how that worked? Yeah. Wow, way to biff that one. Uh, I would think you, I, didn't I like, do that last week, too? Would you like to stop being in control of the everything? No, I, I, I know what we need, and I need that one gadget. That'll solve all, all yep. our problems. you got to be proud of your own jokes sometimes enough to... Uh, not worry about whether or not everybody hears how proud you are of your own jokes. Yeah. I'm okay with it. What's going on, guys? We're the Cine Fanatics. My name is Chris Adams. I'm Robert Adams. And you are watching The Tagline. It's the show where the tagline is the title. Uh, and it's our final show, so let's let's go out on a bank. Wait, is it? Oh, man. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I was, I was that, gonna, should, that should be a recurring joke. <laughs> I would have I ordered a pinata. So. Got some, some more margaritas. I'm just drinking juice tonight. <laughs> that should be a, like a running joke on this show now, like every week. Well, welcome to our final show. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to do with that, so maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flesh that one out a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe we'll pick a fight with Matt Damon or something. I don't know. Matt Damon. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, it is Tuesday night, 9.30 p.m. Central Time. Well, it's actually like 9.36 p.m. Central Time, but yeah, close enough. Uh, who who cares? Uh, <laughs> so we are here to talk movie news and movie stuff and apparently some Schmodown stuff and yeah, it's are gonna be now? a fun night. Are we now? It's gonna be a great night. Gonna be a good night. It's gonna be a great night, Tater. Gonna be a good night, Tater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do like uh, what was that Ron White? Tater. Yeah. 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 With the they call me Tater Salad. <laughs> that's so funny. Anyway, he's been in movies, so that's why we're quoting him. Um, what movie has he been in that? Oh man, what was the movie? Clarify which movie has he been in. That I was. Good? I was. Let's see if the chat can catch up before I can think of it. Um, For Ron White. Yeah. What's the movie where Ron White was a cop? It was. He was. <laughs> no. He he was a cop. It was a brief. It was a very brief scene. Was, and it, I, was it called 2020? I want to say it was like one of the Harold and Kumar. Because I want to say it was oh. like a like a weed movie. That makes sense. It was like a stoner comedy or something like that. It was like that, or it might have been uh, uh, Pineapple Express. In fact, I think it was Pineapple Express. So, those of y'all in the chat who are uh, hanging out, watching, thank you for being in the chat. Let me know which uh, which movie it is, if y'all happen to know. Sure. Or, you know, if you're quicker at pulling out IMDB than I am, because I'm not going to do that. Nope. <laughs> I'm relying on the chat at, at this point. Yep. I got the Internet Movie Chat Database helping me out. Which is, at this point, just Garth and Tyler. Yeah. Uh, so welcome Garth and Tyler right off the bat. Thank you for being in the chat. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I see we got a lot more people watching than like just the two in the chat and the two of us that are actually logged into our own video. <clears throat> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's how YouTube works behind the scenes. He was detective and horrible bosses. That's right. There okay. Thank you. Mr. Magical Mind McMurray. Got him. <laughs> got him. Yeah. Um, uh, 
I mean, I guess there, were, there was drugs in that movie. I don't think it was weed, but <laughs> there was a giant pile of cocaine. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, welcome to the tagline, guys. We're we're, uh, we're gonna start off this this show with a giant pile of cocaine. <laughs> that's, that's how all good shows start. Yeah. Uh, so as we kick this off, uh, as usual, uh, those of y'all in the chat, those of y'all watching, y'all got any questions? Let us know. Send the questions into the Streamlabs up there above his head. I gotta realize that I can't point across the threshold of this line. I mean, I, I got re- it. It's okay. No, you're gonna knock over drinks, and we got. No, stop. I can't reach. We have liquid up here, and we also have expensive computers. Please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you can hit the Streamlabs up there above his head, or you can just drop him in the Super Chat. Um, hit that Streamlabs. Yeah. Right uh, also, uh, right at the top of this, before I enjoy my uh, adult beverage a little too much and I start to sound all lovey-dovey, I want to also point out, we do have the Patreon up here. Uh, and the thing I want to point out about the Patreon real quick is... Patreon is basically just to help us grow. Yep. As of right now, um, it would it's nice to have the followers and stuff. Uh, we've seen lately uh, a couple of people have dropped off, and I want to put it out there right off the bat. Stop doing that. No, no, oh, that's sorry. not what I want to put out there. Sorry, sorry, my bad. <laughs> I'm the older brother. I came out first. Let me talk first. <laughs> you came out first. Ooh. Uh, so I want to put out there, if for whatever reason, if you need to drop your patronage of us, don't, if, if there's a financial setback or anything, feel free to, (laughs) we are not going to take any of it personally. Uh, we've had people who we know personally we've met, we've had fun interactions with, have dropped off completely. Don't hold it against anyone at all. No, it's perfectly fine. Here's the thing. We're in a pandemic still yeah so if financially you can't afford to give money to the cine fanatics then you can't afford to give money to the cine fanatics that's what it comes down to we're so. we're, we're still a growing youtube channel we're not like sitting here like needing your money for us to be able to put food in our mouth at the same time though we are very grateful for every dollar that you give absolutely so let's not make no bones about that uh we do want to find another 40 people who are willing to give us ten dollars a month though yes um so we need to set a patreon goal honestly yeah and probably will pretty soon the, but another reason i bring that up is something i feel like i think both of us kind of need to in this community something i would like is more fan feedback i love the interactions that we have with the people in the chat whether it's on this stream or when we're in other people's streams uh and we're just having fun like with people in the chat. I absolutely love that. The back and forth that we have with some of these people is absolutely amazing. What I want though, is I want, I I want fan feedback on here. Is there something that we're doing that you don't like? Uh, like, uh, are are we kidding ourselves? Are we really not that funny? I don't know. I I, I feel like I'm I'm pretty funny. I feel like you're very humorless, but so I've been told, like something like that do we need to change anything is there any kind of views i i know and i'm working on how to tell jokes for dummies yeah i know don't use that one i know one of the ones i'm working on that eventually i'm going to get to there's just a couple other things i feel like i need that needs my attention more right now than the time and money to put forth but i want to i want to change out the the very blue set (laughs) it's very blue (laughs) 
In fact, I can't wear blue on camera while we do tagline because of it. I like feeling like I'm lost in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> What's that blue October song? <laughs> yes. I want to swim away, but can't don't, sing don't, that can't, song don't. because we don't have it copyrighted. <laughs> that will get the stream taken down immediately. Mm, that's been a fun thing to do lately. Garth yeah. knows all about that so as well. Basically, uh, that leads into talking about the Patreon there. Uh the $5 tier is going to have some adjustments made to it, so if you're at the dude tier right now, uh, keep being a great duderino, <laughs> and uh, we'll get you something fun next month. And just like, you In know, place of what we originally said. You know, like, just give us your opinion, man. Like, what should we do at that <laughs> tier? Because we might be a little iffy on this uh, schmodown watch-along thing. Um, Gar says, I think the show could be better with a third host, maybe someone older with a distinguished gray beard. Uh, I, mean, I don't know if dad's really good on camera. I don't think he point. has a beard anymore either. Does he not? Uh, no, did he shave? I can't remember. We just yeah. saw him. Father's Day was like last weekend. I know, and you can't remember, so what are you looking at me for? I'm the older one. Of course I can't remember. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I have a feeling, though, Garth is probably talking about someone else. Well, if, if he's talking about himself, I'm not calling Garth daddy. Uh, I mean, an older with a distinguished gray beard. I mean... Here's the thing, Garth, and I hate to be the one to tell you this. Santa Claus doesn't exist. Who? <laughs> Fresh off this episode, we're hitting all of the fiery hot takes. <laughs> Maybe we can get Tim Allen. <laughs> Tim Allen. Garth, we would love to have you on because I know uh, you're a, like a just a treasure trove of knowledge, but... I got to be honest, and this is just like what's poking around in my head. If we get a third co-host, one, if we can find one. <laughs> Where are we going to put them? <laughs> for, yeah, well, first of all, are they going to be sitting here with us? There's a lot of lot of stuff to figure out there. Like, oh, we need a third camera angle that's just a wide shot, and that's a thing. Oof. And then uh, are we actually going to find a person? Secondly, I think if there needs to be anybody else added to the show, it's got to be a feminine touch. Yeah, because we desperately need that. Yeah, it's got to be, I mean, we we would need that, uh, to put it frankly, we need that female demographic to be represented on the show, too. Oh, absolutely. Um, we got the brother demographic nailed we down. We got the brother demographic. We've got whatever else we constitute as at this point. White guys. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got the white guy demographic nailed down. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's that. But outside of that, uh, yeah, it's... It's the two of us, and it's going to be the two of us. Get used to it. And then a stream yard every once in a while. And a stream yard every now and then. Yeah. Uh, we have some ideas and stuff that we want to possibly uh, start moving towards, uh, whether, oh, it's, yeah. whether it's how this set looks, the gadgets we use on it, uh, other ideas for other shows. Gadgets. I know there's stuff we want to do, so. The Inspector Gadgets. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, yeah. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time. Yeah. There's Dr. Claw and Mad Cat there. Uh, there's stuff I want to do, the stuff we need to move into, and uh, I just want some feedback as well. Tyler says we hit that Texan demo. That's true. We do hit that Texas demo. Yeehaw. Because we do like just our... Just lost it. Yeah. We do like our Whataburger. Whataburger? Whataburger. 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 Uh, there's also the... Uh, of course, made of water. Of course, there's also the common staple of once... Anyone in Texas happens to hear the song, The Stars at Night Are Big and Bright. Oh, God. I didn't even do that intentionally. That just happened. Yeah. 
Uh, and I'm sorry that that probably spiked the mics like really bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what just came over but me? But you have to do that. It just came over me. Um, This is where uh, Danny Ramirez pops up in the chat. Yeah, Danny's like, Texas forever. Hashtag Texas forever. Damn. I forget there's a hashtag involved in that. Someone said Texas. Anyway. Um, so usually about this time we move into a, what did we catch up on this last, uh... Well, is there anything else personal, personal-wise that's going on? Um, no. Uh, I will say probably one thing, uh, that's personal. This has been a really r- rough week. I feel like, like, for me mentally, I've had kind of a rough time this week. But, it's nice to have this show and kind of relax a bit. Um, yeah. I'm about to have, like, a nice couple of, like a nice extended weekend coming up with the July 4th uh, weekend stuff. So that's going to be a blast to be able to finally catch up on some sleep and some projects that I want to work on. Uh, One of those projects that we have decided, speaking of July 4th, is... Segway! Yeah, that actually worked pretty well. (laughs) It's funny, when dates coming up lead you to talk about what you're doing on said dates coming up. Oh, go figure. Uh, That... One of the things we decided we wanted to do is a live public watch-along of Independence Day. That's right. You don't have to be a patron to watch this. So there we go. This coming Saturday at 8 p.m. Central Time, we will be doing a live watch-along on YouTube. You do not have to be a patron. Uh, This will not replace the monthly Patreon watch-along. We will still do another uh, movie watch-along for Patreon uh, later on this month, but that's... You're just watching us watch two movies this month. Yay! But Here's the thing. Yeah. It's not on Patreon, so you're not going to have to be on that $10 tier to pay for this one. However, you are probably, if you don't already own Independence Day, going to have to maybe fork over a couple bucks to rent it. Because I don't believe it's actually streaming for free anywhere. So you might have to pull it off of, like, say, Amazon or YouTube or something like that. But here's what we're safely assuming. One, there's no fireworks going on. I was uh, getting to that. And two... I mean, this is usually the time of year where people are going to watch Independence Day anyways. Whether you already own it or you were probably already contemplating within the next like week or so renting it and watching it. Because, yeah, tis the season. Uh, this would be a good time to do that. Saturday night, you don't have anything else to do. There, again, no, no fireworks or anything fireworks really going on yeah. for the most part. Uh, come watch it with us. Because that, I feel like that would be fun. I feel like that's the an appropriate time to do a watch along. I feel like it'll be fun. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Could be all right. Uh, the previous watch alongs have been a blast. Probably not gonna be that good. Don't even bother. Way to oversell that. Um, what I, my point is, you're underselling it. It's gonna be a blast, guys. You need to show up. It's gonna be just a crazy good time. So what I said. Uh, <laughs> Enthusiasm. Thy name is not Robert. Uh, so the the past two watch alongs we've done have been a blast. Uh, Iron Man we did, of course, we've all seen that over and over and over again, so that was fun to do just to just to be able to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, and then the stuff. <laughs> the stuff was good just because you had never seen it, so it was, for the most part, we actually watched this movie while still having a good, healthy amount of yeah. fun banter with uh, Tim Franco we should on be, that. We should be very clear, our watch-along was good. The movie itself is awful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just a bad movie, but it was hilarious to watch. It's, it's a hilarious movie. It's definitely one of those, if you haven't watched the stuff and you're on the Patreon, stuff. watch the stuff, but play play us in the background while watching it. You'll enjoy it, I promise. Play us. Pl- play us, definitely. Stuff. Yeah. 
so uh, the other thing I want to get into real quick before we jump into movies for the past week. Uh, Movie Finobi, before the stream even started, decided to drop the $5 uh, Streamlabs saying, I'm perfectly happy with no theatrical releases in 2020. Last Christmas gift I want to give is COVID. I love theaters and was, uh, I guess, was on AMC A-list. Just think timing is off, especially if there if there surges. Uh, maybe try a big movie uh, digital like tr- like Wonder Woman. Like try to put Wonder Woman on a digital release. Uh, Adams v Adams v COVID. So here, and I, I guess we can speak into this a little bit more later. But I want to say this before I forget about it. Uh, to his point, I, I don't necessarily know if we need to move all the movies this year onto digital rather than if we have to do no theatrical releases this year. Just push them all to next year because here's the thing, movies movies that were going to premiere next year were probably wanting to go into post-production at the end of this year, which means at the beginning of this year when COVID started hitting, we we were probably they were probably in the middle of production or you know towards the end of regular production. Yeah, in order for them to be released next year. Which means that there's probably going to be a lack of movies at some point next year being released. Because, so what you do, yeah. what you do then is that you take all the movies that were supposed to be released this year that are getting delayed, push them to the beginning of next year. Push every movie that you are going to put at the beginning of next year to the latter half of next year. Seamless. We just go this year without theatrical releases, then that's what we have to do, which is unfortunate and sad, but there it is. And then now you have movies in the place of next year where we would also not have any movies because they couldn't film anything. Yeah. And they could get back to filming, and we're all happy and dandy. Which I'm completely okay with as long as we're leaving that, basically that movie hole is right now instead of causing a la- like another movie hole later on down the line. Yeah. Uh, so I, I actually am a big fan of that idea. Uh, Jake just popped in on the chat said I can't stay tonight just want to say that I love y'all salute to everyone here Jake salute to you as well sir thank you sir I'm glad you're here glad you popped in to say hi uh, we always appreciate Jake Yacovetti here absolutely absolutely you uh absolutely okay Sylvester <laughs> um Flatter wrong Sylvester excuse me he wasn't in a movie oh no he was uh, the one of the starring roles in Space Jam never mind and Looney Tunes back in action yeah. Well, I was thinking Space Jam with that great, phenomenal actor, Michael Jordan. Not Michael B. Jordan, the other no. one. Yeah, that Michael Jordan. He's only known for acting and baseball. <laughs> Gar says dibs on Movie Hole for my new show title. <laughs> you well, can have it. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> we will not try to claim it. You are more than welcome to that. Uh, so over the, pa- <laughs> over the past week, uh, what have you watched? Uh, still in the process of re-catching up on the Lord of the Rings movies. It's not a matter of, did I watch anything I haven't seen before? I don't believe I did, because the Lord of the Rings movies are long, so it took a couple nights to watch the first two. Uh, I need to start back up on Return of the King probably at night, after this is over. But, other than that, I really, that's that's about it. It's great, it's, it's really great, because uh, in the past, trying to watch Lord of the Rings has been a chore. Yeah. Mostly because uh, I've never, and I, I know that you're the same way here, I've never been into the Middle Earth knights and elves and World of Warcraft type stuff. The fan, the fantasy. That's never really been my forte. And the same with me. Yeah. So uh, it always it always gets a lot, especially when you start talking about like names and 
it's just for some reason Star Wars sticks better. I don't know why because names are also crazy in Star Wars, but whatever. But Lord of the Rings never has never really grabbed me up until this point where it has been just me by myself making the intentional decision to sit down and just watch these movies. Uh, watched like 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 people who've, who've watched this before have heard. I've watched through the Hobbit movies, the the Hobbit trilogy. Quite enjoyed them actually. Mm-hmm. And then rewatched uh, Fellowship of the Ring, and now I just the other night finished uh, Two Towers, and not only am I able to follow along a whole lot better, I'm actually picking up on a lot of stuff that I didn't understand before, and I'm able to follow names and locations a whole lot better, and I blame the Schmodown for this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, me as well. This past week has again, I, uh, like I said, I've kind of had a rough week. Um, I have been able to catch up on rewatching the original Lord of the Rings trilogy again. Yep. And same exact thing. I've picked up on names, locations, places, all of that so much better this time than I ever have. And I, I completely agree. It is completely 100% the Schmodown's fault. Yep. I blame the movie trivia Schmodown for making me study movies. <laughs> for making me both watch and actually really enjoy and Lord kind of, of the Rings. Like, I, I feel like I enjoyed The Lord of the Rings yeah. a lot more. Like The first time I watched it, again, same thing. I don't like fantasy. Yeah. Um, my history with it was back when I was in second grade, we watched the uh, the Hobbit cartoon, the Rankin-Bass. Oofa. Or not Rankin-Bass. Uh, the yeah. It Rankin wasn't Clay. Ba- Rankin-Bass is like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> it was not a holiday uh, special. Tis the season. Uh, <laughs> no, it was... Uh, oh, not man. yet. That's next month. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. What was the name of the guy who did the Hobbit movies? Yeah. Anyway. The Fritz the Cat. and Yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> we don't have time for you to sit here and thumb around trying to figure it out. I know Garth's going to tell me in the chat yeah, anyways. Garth, Garth, Garth. Garth absolutely knows that one. That's why we have him in the chat. Um, so <laughs> uh, I watched that, and I remember in second grade, bored to tears watching. I just could not stand that movie. Right. And I knew growing up Hobbit and Lord of the Rings were related. So when they released, when the Lord of the Ring movies came out, I was like, mm, pass. And then it wasn't, and I was in the military at the time too, so it wasn't like I could just like drop everything and go run to a movie theater or watch yeah. these anyways, especially because they're like three, four hours long. <laughs> Can't do that. Um, but I know uh, you were still. He said it is Rankin and Bass. It is Rankin and Bass? Well, I feel stupid. <laughs> well you look stupid too Why? Well, I guess so oh. um, Ayo. Uh, so I remember I'm sitting very, very awkwardly very incorrectly and it hurts ow. Ow, ow, ow I'm okay so I remember I think you were because of our ages you were still in diapers yeah no you weren't in diapers in 2001 uh, but you were still living with mom and dad and y'all had watched the Lord of the Rings movies when they came out on video in the 2000s. Yeah, yeah I was definitely living with mom and dad then. Uh, so high school, I remember y'all watched it. And then I remember talking, I believe I talked to our, our mom and she was like, you need to watch fellowship of the ring. This is a fantastic movie. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Did I say 2000s? I meant the aughts. Yes. Uh, so I watched fellowship of the ring and I kind of enjoyed it at the time. I was like, this is a beautifully made movie. And then I just really hadn't paid that much attention to it since then. It makes me want to go to New Zealand. They won't let me in right now because I'm American, but Hey, you know, they're completely like disease free. (laughs) Yeah. And they they want want to stay that way. That's why they won't (laughs) let me an American in right now. Yeah. And you know, I don't blame them. Uh, 
but this is probably the first time I've actually like sat down, gave it a good, honest college try, and I I absolutely enjoyed enjoyed watching these movies again. And yes, uh, because I was able to follow along so much more, picking up names and locations, it was fantastic. Yeah. Um. I I, I might I might dive into the Hobbit movies. Uh, I I recommend it. Here's the thing. Um, some people, I mean, even Garth brought it up in, in there that uh, he wasn't as big of a fan of the Hobbit trilogy. Um, they're definitely not as in-depth as the Lord of the Rings are. They're a lot more cut and dry. I'm wondering if they made that, the way it was made, though, is because they assumed that most everyone was familiar with Lord of the Rings. So they kind of skipped out like a little bit of the exposition. Maybe. Also because I believe the actual Hobbit <sighs> story was more geared for kids than, say, the actual Lord of the Rings was. I know the cartoon was. Yeah. Well, which is funny, too, because if you watch the movie, there's a whole lot of orc beheading going on. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of violence that might not be suitable for kids, depending on how you want to parent Yeah. Uh, in the Hobbit trilogy. So, hey, you know, whatever. But it's because they took one book and split it into three movies that it's a little more... Just a little, heady. It's a little thinner. No. It's, a, it's a little... Oh, thinner. Thinner. Not, not heady. No, it's okay. not heady at all. Oh. It's There's not as much detail to it, is what we're saying. Uh, Interesting. I enjoyed it because I enjoyed living in that world and I had fun with the characters that were in that movie. Um, yeah, and that's what Garth is saying. The Hobbit should have been one great movie, not stretched out into three bad movies. And that's the thing. Like, I, I could see a world where that movie was just one movie and it probably still would have been perfectly fine. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was worth as three movies, though. So. Yeah, uh, so real quick, uh, we saw, uh, speaking of movie, Fenobi, uh, he joined us in the chat, and as well as AJ Lancaster. Welcome, y'all. So everyone say what's up, hello, good evening. Thank you for being here. Uh, Glad to have you. So, that's going to be it for basically what we've watched and caught up on for yeah. this week. Nothing, just Lord of the Rings. Still. Yeah, just more Lord of the Rings. I mean, it took uh, us like, what, two weeks to get through all that. Should be clear that there's probably not going to be a whole lot of new movie catch-up for me coming up, because I think once I'm done with Lord of the Rings, I'm just going to start diving into Harry Potter. Yeah, probably need to do that. As much as I'm looking forward to that, because Harry Potter is not <laughs> my favorite, but... No. Uh, one thing we could potentially touch upon, uh, we have access to HBO Max. Oh, yeah. Scuba's on there. Oh, that I do want to see still. I so, might actually, I might actually put the buffer between Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter with Scoob. Yeah, I think I might dive into that within the next couple of days. Like I said, I have an extended weekend coming off, coming up, uh, and I might dive into that uh, during that first that first day where it's pretty much just, I'm just gonna lay in bed all day and not do anything. Yeah. Uh, all this rings oh, talk a, has me craving some funions. That's yep. a pup named Scooby Doo. That's what I was saying. Just there. Garth, uh, I I've learned from experience: do not eat the funions and then go out in public wearing your mask. Ooh, cause woofa. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that that'll give you a reason to not want to wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> that's a legit reason right there. My freedom from having to smell my own funion breath. <laughs> You should be wearing a mask. Dude, you don't understand. I just ate Funyuns. Oh, never, oh, mind. never mind. You're excused. <laughs> Feel free to come on in and do whatever you need to do. <laughs> Movie Fenobi about earlier. I didn't mean all t- uh, 2020s releases on digital. Just a couple to test the market. Plus, it sounds do- dirty when Robert talks about his movie holes. Yeah, it does. Well, you should movie hear holes. talk about... Never mind. I, I had I had something there, and I'm just not. I'm just not. 
Yeah. I'm just not into it. <laughs> uh, let's get ready to talk Schmodown Podcast says, my two favorite people. Thank you. Well, uh, you're one of three possible favorite people. From that podcast that we like. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a chance for a fourth, I think. What? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, by the way, y'all, that was a fun podcast to do. I know we yeah. we, we talked quite a bit on there about a, Emperor Palpatine. About Emperor Palpatine. Uh, that was a that was a <laughs> that was a fun uh, show to go do. If y'all hadn't seen that, go over to the let's talk, let's get ready to talk Schmodown podcast. Uh, find that episode. Uh, you'll find the episode because it has uh, the thumbnail has the two guys that look like this. So watch that episode. It was a lot of fun. They look and, a lot uh, like us. Those two guys. Yeah, I feel like I took that joke from somewhere. I don't know. Uh, Scrubs. Yeah. The It also says Cinefanatics on there, too. So. Oh, yeah. There it is. But, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I really liked hanging out with them. And I would like to hang out with them again at some point. Mm-hmm. I would also like to see them in person at a live event should we get spectacular in December. That would be fantastic. Please. Uh, so. Uh, okay, it's Shug. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> the Emperor, dang it. <laughs> uh, so, moving on to uh, movie news. Let's hit it. Uh, so, I think we're going to start off the movie news with uh, the most recent one. Because uh, I think, I, I like this one just because of how personal I feel like it is to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, unfortunately, it was announced today that uh, actor, director, comedian Carl Reiner has passed away at 98. Um, Carl Reiner. <clears throat> I, I mean, get I, choked up. I'm not really getting choked up. I just can't talk. He's just um, physically getting choked up, not <clears throat> emotionally. But uh, Carl Reiner, easily like one of my like favorite comedian, actor, director. Yeah. Uh, both of us share a huge love for the jerk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I feel like that was. It was so sad hearing of his passing because we—I—I yeah. uh, I can't remember if you were. I know I was because our dad was, so therefore I watched it a lot with him. But uh, Carl Reiner also did a lot for the Dick Van Dyke Show. Yeah, uh, that was that. Yeah, that was definitely before my time. They weren't watching. Dad wasn't watching Dick Van Dyke as much when I was coming up, as opposed to when you were. So yeah. So I remember watching a lot of episodes of the Dick Van Dyke Show and. Yeah, uh, just absolutely. It is a really good show. Mm-hmm. And of course, I was a kid that was like, "It is classic TV." Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I was I was definitely a kid that was like, "Ew, black and white TV show." Yeah. Like if it was on, if if when I was a kid it was on TV Land, it's not a show I want to watch. Well, now TV Land is <laughs> now TV <laughs> Land is like shows. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, it's and, filled with the shows that you actually grew up with. Now. Yeah, like TGIF and Ooh. stuff. Woof. Anyway, uh, so. It was, it was sad hearing about this. Now, he's 98 years old. This man has led a very full life and a very, like, full and funny life. Yeah. Uh, and just, I, 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 I don't know. I, I was just sad to hear it, but at the same time, I felt like he was ready for this. Like, he, yeah. he had... He definitely lived his life. He was happy with how his life went. He hit 98 years old. I mean, you... You can't you can't hit ninety eight years old and you know let's not celebrate this person's life because they died too young. No, he hit ninety eight. Like that is that is a full and complete life. Uh, the tweet that 
one of his tweets that he put out within the last few days i retweeted mm-hmm. today on uh on the platform that you tweet on and i think it's called twitter yeah that's it nailed it got it um and it was talking about how he felt uh happy with the life that he lived and he felt happy because of his wife and his kids mm-hmm. um and again i believe like was it rob runner's like 70 something himself so i mean you're you, meathead yeah you're looking you're <laughs> looking at he, he I, I, know, I know they mentioned this on uh, another show i was watching earlier i believe it was on scn live um but the man lived to see his his son grow to 70 something years old mm-hmm. you've lived a full life and to have one of his last few tweets kind of just show his gratitude for the life that he lived uh that that leaves me with a nice warm and fuzzy spot uh amidst the heartache of his passing and of course with the heartache of just the world around us right now um it was nice to see that though and i like i said in my tweet i hope that i have as much grace and peace and love for the life that i lived when i reach should i reach 98 years old mm-hmm. but i mean yeah uh, just his career his career is one to is a legacy to leave behind i mean he directed the jerks starred in the oceans movies yeah i mean these these are the, like the big the big ones for me those are the ones where i was where i knew him most from myself mm-hmm. uh loved him in the oceans movies uh and obviously yeah like we said earlier uh, the Jerk is just one of the one of our favorite comedies. I love The Jerk. And, uh, if y'all haven't seen The Jerk, you really got to give that one a try. And let's be honest, that's, that is mostly because of Steve Martin, too. Yeah. But, but yeah. Uh, Garth McMurray pointing out, I love that his last role was as Carl Reiner Rosserus. Rhinoceros? Reiner Rosserus. Yeah, in Toy Story 4. That is pretty funny. Where he played, like, the rhino toy of himself. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, but I mean, when you, when you have such a legacy, such a career as he has had, you've earned the right to play an animated version of yourself. And especially because that's in Toy Story 4. That's appealing to like all these kids right now. Like, who's that? And then that's where, like, if you're, if you're a good parent and I'm going to completely judge you if you're not a good parent on this, Mm -hmm. if you're a good parent, you're showing your kid the fabulous works of Carl Reiner. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, AJ, somebody, somebody hates somebody these hates cans. these cans. <laughs> My name's in the phone book. I'm a somebody. Oh, I bet more people see that than the phone book. Yeah, <laughs> she gets his name tattooed on her butt. And yeah. I bet you more people see that than the phone book. Uh, <laughs> oh, absolutely, just like oh, classic, classic Great movie. Mind. I mean, you look at the relationship, the friendship he also had with Mel Brooks, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, God willing, we uh, get to keep Mel Brooks for a little while longer still, too. Uh, hoping we can get a uh, Spaceballs 2 out of him. I don't The know. sequel? Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen, but uh, just two comedic legends. And you saw the friendship that they had. It's just <clears throat> both both these guys leave, leave such a legacy. And, you know, again, we still have Mel Brooks around leaving a legacy. So, yeah. God willing, we get to keep him a little little while longer, too. But anyways, uh, yeah, sad to hear that, but, yeah. I mean, appreciative of the life, uh, the legacy that he's leaving behind, so. Yep. I think that's all I got to say about that. How do you transition out of a topic of somebody passing away? Uh, I don't know. You just move on to the next news story. So, uh, next news story. Uh, apparently, 
they're going to make another Pirates of the Caribbean movie with Margot Robbie. Yay! I, I don't know. Yay. So here's the thing. I loved, I loved the Black Pearl. The the first, the original movie. Curse of the Black Pearl, yeah. Yeah. That was a fantastic movie. Absolutely. Great characterization by all, uh, by the, the three main stars on that. The four, actually. Because it wasn't counting uh, Barbosa. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, great characters set up a, a very, like, a, an amazing pirate world. Because I don't think we've got we've gotten really dug that deep into pirates. Except maybe, like, Hook? Maybe? Yeah. Kind of? Sort of? We didn't really... Probably not. Before that, we didn't really have any, like, big epic blockbusters based around pirates. Yeah. Long kiss, goodnight? I don't know. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's... Captain Phillips? This <laughs> wrong pirates. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Um that's the thing about that one is you had the Curse of the Black Pearl, which generally speaking, pretty much everybody agrees was a really good, fun blockbuster movie. Mm-hmm. And then you had the next two, which hit or miss depending on who you're asking. You can ask me. Miss. I thought they were okay. Eh. Uh the fourth there's only there's only been four, right? There's a fourth one? Has there been four or five? I don't know. Uh, whatever it is after the third one, I don't think I saw it. This series basically kind of plays out like the Transformers series. Like the, yeah. like the textbook definition of the more movie sequels they make, the... Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, if it's going <laughs> Fast to... Fast and Furious, they are not. Yeah. <laughs> if they're going to follow that exact formula of the Transformers... Then doing a re- reboot with Margot Robbie, much like they did a reboot of Transformers focused on Bumblebee, should be fantastic. Oh wow! There's been five of them. There's been five. Yeah. So you had uh, Dead Man's or Chris the Black Pearl, Dead Man's Chest, At World's End, On Stranger Tides, and Dead Men Tell No Tales, which I heard was just the worst. Oh, good lord. So here's the, here's the thing. Uh, from what I hear, this isn't necessarily a reboot. It still exists within the same world of the Pirates movies. It's just Jack Sparrow's not in it, and the characters that you know and love aren't in it. Maybe someone appears. I don't know, but it's more centered around Margot Robbie's pirate character. And I read that they were, they do have a part of the story <laughs> that's being left open that they could put Jack Sparrow in should Johnny Depp want to do it, but he's not yeah. the main focal point of this. If he chooses not to do it, he doesn't have his, Jack Sparrow does not have to be in this movie. He's not integral to it. It's just they're leaving it open for like a nice little nod, wink. We're just working on that POTC cinematic universe, the POTC parts of the parts of the yeah POTC POTCCU. Okay, oof. Uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, it's when they eventually bring Margot Robbie and Johnny Depp together. It's a cinematic universe, yay! Um, but the the question is, is what type of character is Margot Robbie playing within this uni- universe within this movie? Because uh, I know there's talk around her potentially playing, uh, I believe the character's name is Red. And yeah. she was a red-headed pirate that is featured on the actual Pirates of the Caribbean ride at the Disney parks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the idea of them pulling from the original source material more. Because I know you go back and just for the original movie, just scenes from the ride were pulled from from the ride it yeah. wasn't actual characters it wasn't until after they saw success with the franchise that johnny depp or johnny depp that jack sparrow was even added to the rides at all was like the guys like trapped in the jail dungeon whatever reaching out the yeah they're they trying to reach out to the dog that had the keys dangling in its mouth yeah 
here, here, doggy, here, doggy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that part. Just a lot of the stuff that was on uh, the Isle of Tortuga was featured on the actual ride. <laughs> the Isle of Tortuga. Now I got that song stuck in my head. <laughs> this is the tale <laughs> Captain of Captain Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's interesting to me to see them, and I like the idea of them actually going back to the original source material, which in this case was a ride. Mm-hmm. And pulling characters that exist from within that ride and telling stories about those characters. That, I think, is cool. That I'm on board with. And if they actually kind of refresh the thing, where they just breathe some new life into it, instead of, all right, well, this is what's worked in a Pirates of the Caribbean movie before. Let's just do that again. No, do do something new and fresh with it. The thing that I'm kind of interested in mm-hmm. is, uh, given the the time frame of this, mm-hmm. the time period that supposedly like these pirate movies exist in, the history of that time, yeah. uh, the real life history, not the fake fantasy this is creating. Um, and, uh, anyone, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, because it, it's possible. I'm I'm not again. I'm not a huge fan of fantasy and. This kind of movie, like I said, I only l- really liked the first one, and the rest of them was just kind of like snooze. Uh, but if I remember correctly, women weren't looked too fondly on being like the lead of, of like say like a pirate ship type of situation. They were they were like the I guess like the handmaidens or something. Uh, that if she's taking on a lead role as if she's like a lead pirate that's leading her own ship, that's going to be amazing. And that's why I was given a, that time frame. That's why I was made a big deal when uh, Elizabeth Swan basically took yeah. over as a pirate captain. E- exactly. Uh, so if I remember correctly, that's this is still like the same kind of dynamic that's in there, uh, which will be again great for a movie because I mean Margot Robbie obviously mm-hmm. can lead a movie with that kind of a character having yeah. to face like that kind of that kind of an issue i i, I I'm, I'm down for it i'm seeing you know i'm seeing a world where they uh i use that phrase so much <laughs> in a world in a world <clears throat> one man where they uh, they take margot robbie's character in this movie describing a movie the joke's done where they take margot robbie's character in this movie and uh basically do a Jack Sparrow-esque thing with her make her a little bit more lively and eccentric which we know that she's capable of doing because Harley Quinn Harley yep I don't want to see her play Harley Quinn obviously she's not going to walk in on a pirate ship and have a Brooklyn accent all of a sudden yeah. Mr. J <laughs> Captain J walk the plank yeah. Puddin yeah that's not going to happen Mm-mm. but they could easily make her because she can she very much could play a very eccentric character and I don't know if that's the direction they necessarily want to take her role, but I think that would that would make her fascinating. And yes, that would be kind of doing some of the same things they've done with Jack Sparrow, but there's still more story wise that they could do to liven it up and freshen it up and change it change it up a bit. The thing I'll point out in that <clears throat> comparison is you look at Margot Robbie's career so far, mm-hmm. and a lot of what she's done also kind of seems to mirror a little bit of Johnny Depp. And I guess I might be. I might be like pulling a thing here where like anyone you compare to Johnny Depp, you could probably find the similarities if you're looking. Johnny but, Depp's done a lot, <laughs> but like she started off her career pretty much with like some solid, serious acting, yeah. and then she would go on to play characters, whether it's a historical character uh, like Tanya Harding, or it's a a huge fictional character like Harley Quinn, or whether she has a brief appearance sitting in a bathtub telling you about prime rate mortgages. Yeah. <laughs> Was it the big short? Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, I mean, she's she's showing off the same kind of like dynamic acting range that Johnny Depp is known for. Uh, therefore, I mean, she could potentially be the the female Johnny Depp, which I would Maybe. actually probably somewhat argue to some degree is Charlize Theron, based on how yes. she's done just redone herself to you don't even recognize her. Margot Robbie has yet to really do that yet. Um maybe Harley Quinn, but she looks like Harley Robbie. Yeah, but she fits into Harley Quinn. Yeah. What what I would like to see though is her kinda is kinda do that kind of Johnny Depp like career where she just becomes a chameleon and takes up these crazier and out there roles just to have a whole lot of flavor and spice to her career. Mm-hmm. It'd be really cool. Uh, yeah. I think this I think there's potential. There is potential for a movie or series of movies with Margot Robbie in the lead within the Pirates of the Caribbean universe to work. There's potential for it to work. My hopes aren't high right now because, again, like we said, the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise has kind of waned in its latter years. So we'll see. It remains to be seen. That's going to come down to one of those, hey, let's let's hear future news stories and see a trailer. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> like AJ said, when is the Jungle Cruise crossover? Well, Jungle Cruise has to come out first. Yeah. Uh, uh, just as long as it's like release dates aren't getting trampled by other bigger movies who are moving into the release date, which leads us to our next topic, and it's the main topic of the night. We need to have like a segue graphic. Or I something. know. <laughs> just goes across the screen. Yeah. Uh, that uh. There's a lot of like movie chess going on, particularly between uh, Tenet and Mulan. Yeah. So what I was going to point out with this is we know uh, Mulan uh, luckily was able to get a Hollywood premiere before the end of the world happened. Which is, which is crazy because that means there's a group of people out there who have seen Mulan who have had to sit here this entire time and not say a dang thing. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's like easily the longest embargo ever. Bite your tongue. Yeah, exactly. Bite your tongue. Yeah. You can't say anything. Um, but Mulan was supposed to come out March 27th and it got pushed uh back to July 24th, which I mean, if you look at it from the dates of uh, of when movies are being released, mm-hmm. that's still that's that's still pretty gutsy for Disney just to push it back to July 24th. Keep in mind, this wasn't too far away from when Universal pushed uh, Fast and Furious 9 an entire year. They cleared to next year, yeah. They cleared it to next year after already spending massive amounts of money on that concert and trailer premiere that they yeah. did for their marketing. That's insane. So, yeah, Disney was pretty gutsy pushing Mulan back to July 24th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Tenet has never moved. At that point. At that point, no. Tenet has hold firm on July 17th. And as like the the country starting to open back up again, Tenet was poised to be the one that would be the open arms to the movie-going public. Come Welcome. back to the movie theater. Welcome back to the theater. Come watch this movie. That was supposed to ready for That it. was what Tenet was doing. And then I guess Tenet was like, yeah, I'm not quite ready for this yet. Let's go ahead and move this back to July 31st. Let's, let's knock it back two weeks and see what happens. We'll, put, uh, back. We'll, we'll put Inception out in our in our place right here. Yeah. So, yeah, they decided to re-release Inception just 
which I think is still happening in some theaters. Uh, it is it is still happening. Inception's I, coming out first. I but. know that one theater near us that's <clears throat> that is actually open right now is playing or is planning on to pl- on playing Inception. So oh, okay. <clears throat> um, and then basically that that moved the. <coughs> Keep talking. That allowed the the next chess move to fall back to Mulan. Yeah. And Mulan's like, wait. So now you're moving to July 31st. Now we're going to be the first we're one? We're at July 24th. You mean we're going to be the ones to open this summer? <laughs> I don't like that idea. Disney can afford to take that risk, but they don't want to. Let's let, let, let let's go ahead and move uh, Mulan uh, back to oh that August twenty first date's looking pretty good. Let's let's move Mulan over there. Yeah, which is now going back to Tenant, which is like well, wait. Te- technically Tenant moved to its August date before Mulan did. Yeah, well, I mean, so Tenant's now looking at yeah, like ju- before. Yeah, Tenant was looking at July thirty first. I'm like, uh, no, let's move back to August twelfth. In which case, by this time, you've got Bill and Ted face the music. Which uh, at at that point, they actually moved up one week. Yeah. So now we're looking. We're, we were in a world where Bill and Ted face the music is the one that's opening the theaters back up again. And they're like, come party on, dude. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> like, and then they're like, no, we don't want to do that either. So they, they skedaddled and moved back also. Yeah. Uh, so now we're sitting in a world. Tenet is sitting at August 12th in still. In a world. Yeah, in a world. Mulan is sitting at August 21st. Uh, and then we're still having uh, Inception, I believe, is still coming out again on July 31st. They moved Inception to July thirty first. Yeah, they moved. Yeah, they moved it all back. The they moved a movie that came out ten years ago. They delayed the reopening of a classic movie that came out ten years ago. What a world we live in. Yeah. So yeah, basically everyone just keeps moving their pieces back and forth or whatever. Which actually goes against our thumbnail because in chess you're supposed to move forward, not back. Yeah, well, I mean that was that was a fun thumbnail to work on, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of the thumbnail, I would like to go ahead and give a big shout out to uh, Call to Action and uh, Drew Grant Video Drew for a fantastic chill to action last night, uh, because it was while watching and listening to that that I was creating that thumbnail, and it was highly entertaining. So, mm-hmm. thank you for having something entertaining playing while I create graphics to share today there you go. uh if y'all hadn't seen that if you're if you know the people i'm talking about go check that out if you hadn't seen it it was great i think it was like two and a half hours and it was a fun two and a half hours yeah um but yeah th- that was a lot of fun to make that thumbnail and so all this moving around is, like the thing i'm questioning now is is this moving around going to stop at some point it will because we are we are in a position where theaters are starting to or not theaters but states uh county cities places in this country are starting to reopen mm-hmm. and they were starting to reopen they were N- now they're kind of starting to close a little bit again yeah so like uh here in Austin Texas uh they've went back and they are now requiring the masks again in yep. public um Pretty much everywhere, both Austin and the surrounding suburban 
towns and cities and neighborhoods are yeah. all are all requiring masks my, again. my job is actually outside of austin and yeah we're gonna we start requiring the face masks at 11 59 p.m tonight so tomorrow is going to be all face masks all day and we're all just so looking forward to it well yeah i mean <laughs> we understand why we're not complaining but i mean everyone we everyone in the world we're all in agreement. No. Uh, face masks up here's the beautiful thing you can <laughs> complain about the face masks as long as you're still wearing it oh absolutely <laughs> um but here's the, i i like i don't want to turn this channel or this video into a pro or <laughs> con as face masks please don't say politics yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah we're we're not here talking about face masks but yeah that's what's happening in the world so yeah with that still coming back now we're being faced with movie theaters are actually starting to be pushed back Mm -hmm. uh and like amc uh primarily has come out and here's the amc is severely struggling right now they need to open now they need movies playing now they need to make as much money as fast as possible now they've been struggling they were struggling before the pandemic even started for the most part having some issues yeah uh and even in all of that struggling as a business they're still like uh i don't think we're ready yet and uh, primarily that was because tenant pushed back once tenant pushed back amc's like "Ah, i think we're gonna push back too you're not because the thing at the end of the day is the only thing that you open up and we're seeing again we're seeing this with some movie theaters uh the only thing you open up with is movies that have already come out long ago or say movies that recently came out and by recent i mean before movie theaters started shutting down so your sonics and your trolls world tour and your uh your bloodshots or whatever that movie stupid movie was called um that mediocre movie uh, mediocre movie uh anyway yeah so your option to open a theater is opening up with that with classic movies like we're seeing all over the board empire strikes back uh, i've seen avengers i've seen you know indiana jones all sorts of like et all sorts of classic movies coming back into theaters just to kind of put something on the screens in case somebody wants to get out of the house and go see a movie again uh I would believe that most of those theaters are probably pretty empty. There's only maybe like three people who are wanting to actually go see one of those classic movies on the big screen again. And they're just going because they're just ready to get out of the house and go see a movie. And that's fine. But the problem is, is that that is, that is not enough business for a theater to stay open on, especially since I don't know what deals with actual studios. Those movies are worked out with Mm -hmm. and how many of those profits still go back to the studios so i mean that you're, you're still looking at a situation where that movie theater is primarily still making most of its money off of whatever concessions it can sell to three people who decided to go see indiana jones today mm-hmm. it's not enough to keep a movie theater open they have to push back until a big blockbuster release say like tenant or mulan says yep we are opening on the state no more pushbacks and that we're not even talking about like the movies that do like full service food and bar yeah because you get someone like uh alamo draft house they thrive on not only showing new movies but also showing classics they show like the b movies they could have shown uh the stuff at alamo draft house and that would have been a that would have been a fantastic movie going experience as long as we were given like some kind of like a dessert menu that had like a lot of whipped cream or something in it, that would have been fantastic. Uh, hard pass on everything you just said. Anyways, <laughs> so basically, I mean, you could do that and still push your alcohol. <laughs> Absolutely. 
because you can still make a ton of money on that. Come watch Indiana Jones, but get drunk while you do it. Get drunk this time. Like, and we know you want to. There's been a pandemic. When was the last time you watched a never ending story and just got hammered? And I'm picking that one because Honest Trailers did the never ending story today. And yeah. it's at the forefront of my mind because I want to sing that song like crazy. Last time <laughs> I watched never ending story, I spent all day at the water park beforehand and then went to do a movies in the park showing of it and fell asleep halfway through it on the, on the grass. And then you woke up and it was over and you're like, this movie's supposed to be never ending. No, then I woke up and decided <laughs> so, that. Such so, so a stupid joke. <laughs> I woke up and I decided that since the movie was free, I'm just going to go home and go to sleep. Oh, oh, that's a good. Did you ride your luck dragon all the way back? Maybe. Oh. Uh, I had nothing for that. You set me up for nothing. You're like, what's a luck dragon? <laughs> um, Falcor? Yeah, Falcor was a luck dragon. Yes, I. Schmo down. Again, I watched half the movie. Oh. Um. Anyway, I don't know. I think at this point, at this mm. at this point, if we just, if it comes down to everybody just do the thing, put the mask on, wash the hands, do the stuff. Honestly, that's going to be our opinion here. We're going to just deal with it. If you don't like it, deal with it. That's what we're going to say here. Uh, that is what is out there right now for us to get back to normal so what we're hoping for is that we all just do the thing that we need to do to get back to normal and then we can stop seeing movies being pushed back does that mean we get movies this year maybe not till even october or november at this point and who, who knows yeah who knows at this point everything's so up in the air still it's just uh, and we were kind of hoping <laughs> that things would be like a little more rooted and more forecastable by this point but i nope. mean here's the thing <laughs> We'll we'll find out uh, what's going on uh, after the election. Yeah. <laughs> well. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> whichever way that goes, we'll see. But <laughs> anyway, that's a uh, that's the thing. I do miss movies. I really want to go back to a theater. Uh, we need to knock this thing out in a month. Yeah. So everybody, throw on your masks and wash your hands for a month, and let's see where we're at. Let's see where we're at. Just. Masking, masking, hand washing for a month. Let's see where we're at. Because I need to cuddle in a good theater chair and watch a good old fashioned movie. I want some, but chick- a new one. I want some, uh, yeah, new movie with some chicken tenders and that hatch chili gravy that Alamo Draft House has. I don't know. I was just pulling something out there. <laughs> Everyone wear your mask so he can eat green hatch green chili gravy. Yeah, put on your mask. No, put no on your mask reason. so just... we can go to see Spectacular in December. Oh yeah, the Schmodown. The Schmodown. Uh, Schmodown is the thing. Before we get into this thing called the Schmodown, right halfway point. Yeah. Want to get into? Uh, there was a super chat from the Let's Get Ready to Talk Schmodown podcast. Yeah. Uh, they're saying you two are for sure coming back uh, again. Uh, what was it? Last Friday we did the the yep. podcast show over there talking uh, Schmodown, a little bit of Schmodown, a whole lot of Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> the week that was in the Schmodown, <clears throat> our uh, well, no, the the match for that day and our opinions of it, our story and involvement with the Schmodown, and yeah, and Emperor Palpatine. It was a lot of fun though. Uh, again, highly recommend uh, y'all go over and check that out. The Let's Get Ready to Talk Schmodown podcast. Um, I wonder if I can drop the link to them in the chat uh you absolutely can because you are a moderator of your own channel i am a moderator of my own channel let's get ready to talk oh down i didn't have to type the down oh let's get ready to talk schmo that leads you to a whole nother channel y'all 
Let's see if this works. I've never actually dropped a link in the chat before. And turn. Yeah, there you go. Clickable. Let's see. Let's get ready to. You know, you could be saying something. Yeah, that, lo that looks like a link in the chat. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, you. <laughs> yeah. So now <laughs> y'all link is there. Now y'all can see the delay. <laughs> Man, if we ever turn this into an actual podcast, uh, that is fantastic listening right there. Which is why I said that you need to be talking while I was doing Listen that. to my brother post a link in the chat. Typing this is what it sounds like. Type, 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 uh, Before we move on, still, we have a couple others here. Uh, we say we see that Justin Towns joined us. Justin Towns, welcome to the chat. Thank you for joining the show. Glad to have you here. PC is here. We love PC. PC? She doesn't love Austin, but we love her. Yeah, you don't have to love Austin. Don't have to love Austin. Here's the thing. I understand why people don't lo love Austin. Here's yeah. the thing. It's a weird town. I really like L.A. Yeah. I want to go back to L.A. People put on your masks and watch your Hate your traffic. Would love to be driving around L.A. right now. Oh, man. I There's would... no traffic and, and the sky well, is clear. No, I think some of the traffic's come back. Yeah. Um, I would love to drive in L.A. traffic right now because that means there's no pandemic. Yeah. I'd... 100% okay with that. Anyway. Uh, and then we got a certain point of view dropped in the chat there. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for popping in here. Uh, it says, sup, guys? Which movie would you see first out of all the delayed 2020 movies? Whichever one comes out first. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> I'm, like they could they could have. Here's the thing. Honestly, it, I, I, I don't know how to word this. If they had released Cats. <laughs> well, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> oh. Let's, let's just ignore that I was about to say. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Uh, I was like I was really hyped up for uh, Fast and Furious Nine though. Yeah, which is weird thing to say about the ninth entry in a franchise. Any movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, think think about how many movie franchises that are not horror movies have reached a ninth entry. I was gonna say Harry Potter, but they only hit eight, and that was the only reason they did that is because they split that last book into two movies. Yeah. But anyway, um, we're going to get into the Schmodown talk here in just a second. Uh, again, for those of you who don't know what the Schmodown is, it is a movie trivia competition that plays out a lot like how wrestling does with uh, these things called heels and faces, which are good guys and bad guys, not respectively. <laughs> and uh, a lot of, lot of fun, a lot of like theatrics to it. All based around real, actual movie trivia competition. Good and bad, cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. Some of that actually happens in the Schmodown. I don't know about the cats and dogs part, but... Anyway, we wanted to drop that in real quick, because I actually wanted to point out that a certain point of view did a really cool thing the other night. They had a ladies' appreciation night, which they got all the big superstars, all the ladies of the Schmodown together for... I think they went on for like three hours, a whole three-hour show, just pouring out the praise and love on all of them because the Schmodown definitely cannot exist the way it is without the impact of the ladies who are a part of it. Yeah, uh, it was amazing to see that kind of a, a, that kind of a reception on a stream like that. Yeah. And I, I, I think it was amazing that y'all were able to put that together to hold that down. It was a phenomenal thing that y'all did making that stream. So mm -hmm. uh, fantastic, y'all. Good job. Um, I fully expect that we'll see more of those in the future still because the conversation uh, at this point still requires that we have these these examples, these shows coming and saying like, hey, 
no, the women who are a part of the Schmodown are powerhouses. They are forces to be reckoned with. You mm-hmm. need to respect them. You need to respect uh, who they are as competitors and understand they they help make the show. They're not going anywhere, and we love them for every aspect that they bring to the show. I, I kind of like these. Like, a lot of these channels are all, uh, like, whether it's the Schmodown or the uh, Schmodown content adjacent. Yeah. Adjacent content channels. Uh, they're all they're all doing stuff like this. Like we had the uh, the Black Lives Matter stream mm-hmm. uh, that happened with uh, the call to action. Call to action, Finstock Exchange, yep. which is actually Finstock Initiative, I should say. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a bunch of a bunch of different podcasts. Uh, I think Let's Get Ready to Talk Schmodown was part of that also. Like everybody's come together over these uh, social issues that are uh, quite vital. Mm-hmm. To be talked about in our in our time, so. and it's absolutely it's amazing to see that kind of that kind of gathering, the grouping of people who are all coming together in this community. Uh, I I love seeing stuff like that, and I would say first and foremost, y'all keep doing that. All of yeah. y'all keep doing that because it's doing nothing but creating positive change. You're you're fans of the Schmodown, and you're creating positive change using using a platform that you. Just happen to create on your own just by being fans of the Schmodown. Yeah. You could turn around and use that platform for something other than talking about movie trivia all the time, which is fun. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but it's just great. It's amazing work. Every, Everyone involved, kudos. Yeah. Every piece uh, just feeds into the community. It really shows that the Schmodown community is one of the best communities on the internet out there right now. Uh, just how much everybody supports each other, loves each other, and does wonderful awesome things like this so mm-hmm. we would highly recommend that if you haven't checked out a certain point of views lady ladies appreciation night for the schmodown go over to their channel uh they are in our chat so you can definitely just click on their name there but uh go over to their channel and check that out it's uh it's worth the time mm-hmm. anyway we are how like pc just said just another day of sun boys mm. love that lala land reference yeah well, I bet you do. Uh, it would be nice to see another day of sun because here in Austin, Texas, I don't know where else in the United States this might be affecting people. Yeah. But we've been blessed with a great deal of uh, desert dust from the Sahara Desert. Just another day of sand. Blown across the Atlantic Ocean and has decided to grace all of us in Central Texas with its presence. So if we have dry coughs, it's not <coughs> the Rona. It's the Sahara Desert. It's the Sahara Desert in our throats. <laughs> We didn't go anywhere. I promise we're still being uh, good little travelers and staying mm-hmm. confined to our apartment and our places of business when we decide to work. Yeah. But. <laughs> Sahara Desert in our throats. Hashtag Sahara Desert. Yeah, <laughs> We've got the Sahara in our throat. Uh, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I, I would have always loved to go and travel. I've never traveled overseas. Was in the military, never went overseas. I would love to go overseas. Maybe visit somewhere, like, around there just to see it. It'd be kind of cool. I didn't expect it was going to come visit me. <laughs> hey, you know, the Sahara Desert realized, hey, there's a worldwide pandemic and people can't travel to me, so I'm just okay. going to come to people myself. <laughs> uh, except for the fact that this basically happens almost every year, pretty much. So. Somewhat, yeah. Um, I didn't realize it when I, was a, when I was a kid. I don't know if it's... It's being accentuated right now just because it's one of those that, like, any single thing that happens that's outside of absolute everyday norm... We have to highlight in the news. Murder hornets? Oh. Wait, what happened to those? Yeah, I, I think they got trampled by... They may have been picked up by the aliens. I don't know. Hey, did you know Australia was on fire at one point? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. 
Seems like so long ago now. <laughs> Apparently, they like the fires got put out right before the pandemic started. So it's like, hey, we took care of this. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. This world, guys. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Welcome to the welcome to the show. Though we're having fun, still. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, talk about the Shimoda. Oh, I, yeah, I, I did want to say because one of the funny things I, that I've heard lately is. Uh, everyone talking about like when you have the at the end of this year, everybody's gonna look back going, "Wow, this year sucked." Like you know, every year people are you get like a small group of people. They're like, "Yeah, my 2016 was terrible. Like, Mine my 20, was okay. My 2016 wasn't bad. My 2018 sucked. Though, oh really? My 2018 was pretty decent." Mm-hmm. Everybody around the world is all like yeah hey 2020 2020 don't you mention that year don't you mention that year 2020 just sucks and i here's the thing like as bad as this year is as bad as all of this is yeah it's amazing that you're getting worldwide everyone in the world is agreeing on the one simple fact look this year sucks we all came together on something across the world and that is we're ready for 2021 already. Yeah. Assuming that 2021 is going to be better. And, and 2020 just stops. As if the virus and everything that's happened this year is completely contained by the uh, date. December 31st, 11.59, and midnight 2021, January. All right, we're out. Later, guys. Yeah. Like, that's, like that's, 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 that's when the coronavirus, like, uh, punches out for the day and goes home like, see ya. <laughs> Ending my shift. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Please don't come back for another shift. You're fired. <laughs> no, I just smudged my glasses. Way to go, me. Good job. So, uh, if y'all have any questions, I'm going to get up real quick. You're choosing to do that while... Entertain the people with the fact you look like Superman when you take off your glasses. That's not even close to true. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're going to get into some Schmodown talk right now. What's going to happen is we will be kind of going over the week that was in the Schmodown. And then after that, we're actually going to start getting into talk about the singles tournament that's coming up and kind of going through our picks, who we think is going to kind of be the choices for each faction going into that 36-man singles tournament that's going to be happening, which is going to be amazing because I don't know if we've ever had a tournament that big in the Schmodown before uh, around uh, tournament time. Sounds a lot like the free-for-all. Yeah, sound, it does sound a lot like the free-for-all. That is true, except that it's not in free-for-all form. It is uh, weekly matches. So that's, that's going uh, to be a fun one to talk about. But I need to Fix your glasses. continue wiping these because they got smudged still. Uh, the other thing I want to touch upon real quick is if you all have been paying attention to like uh, the Schmodown Twitter, Christian Harloff's Twitter, the Facebook group, Christian is extremely excited. Good enough. About the rest of this year. Oh, yeah. He's been dropping some really fun, like, oh. Christian's always been that type, though. He's always been the type to just be so excited about these ideas. And then he's like, guys, I have great ideas. And everyone's like, cool. And game. Here's the thing. Like, I remember, like, when you were a kid that you would get excited about something. And you'd show us your, like, elementary school drawing of your family all done in sticks. And we're like... Hey, that's cool. And then we hung it on the refrigerator and then it disappeared somewhere. And you're like, where's my picture? We're like, when took it? Don't know. But you were all excited about that. Guys, he's making all this up, by the way. Continue. Am I? Or are you still dealing with issues since then? Anyways, Christian's not that type of person. 
Christian, when he comes up and he's like, I'm really excited about something. You should actually be excited about it too. Like, absolutely. When he gets an idea and he gets all on fire with this stuff, it's amazing what comes out. This isn't like George Lucas coming up with the prequels and hurting a bunch of people, <laughs> a bunch of fans. Like he's excited about his product, but a lot I of people put, weren't. I put dobacks in the movie. Yay! Yeah, uh, Jar Jar. Oh no, this <laughs> is shooting first. Hey! Oh, no. This is a. Uh... <laughs> I got rid of Yub Nub. Yay! We, we got it. 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 <laughs> I'm just like, which one is really going to eat at, like, Star Wars fans? Two examples too far. Um, no. What, what, the difference between that is, like, when Christian says, hey, I have this really cool idea, it's going to be a really cool idea that pretty much everybody who watches the Schmodown is going to agree is a pretty cool idea. Yeah. So, that's, that's a thing. Hey, look, we got Cam. Cam is here. Hi, Tagliner. Stopping by to like twice. Cool. Thanks, Cam. Hey, Robert. Need the dough. Absolutely. Always remember. Need the dough. I need some dough. Oh, yeah. So there's a Patreon. <laughs> so, stream, so you can go Streamlabs stream right there. If you want to hit, hit up the Streamlabs. There's nothing in there right now, but if you want to hit up the Streamlabs, uh, send in I, I, any I, questions, comments you want through there. I, I, I don't think that's the need the dough. Support the show. Uh, sign up for a Patreon. Uh, we got some really cool stuff coming up on there. So Cam was referencing uh, what I said to Video Drew on one of Video Drew's streams, where she was making uh, like pretzel bread on the stream, yeah. and she didn't know how to make dough. So me and a couple other people in the chat were like, "You need to knead the dough," and she's like, "How do you need dough?" She's just like picking it up and letting it like kind of dangle. That's the exact opposite of kneading dough. It's not kneading dough. It's the exact opposite of what you want to do. So we're talking about like possibly, uh, like I mentioned uh, during the call to action last night, the chill to action. Like that would be great if like me and Drew could do a stream where she's going to cook food. I'm going to give her direction over like the internet, like through StreamYard. And then we leave it up to Eric, to Eric Nerd Chronic to taste the food and quantify whether or not it's food based on her cooking in my direction. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If you if, if you watched Chill to Action last night, there's actually some funny bits like that that they kind of covered during that, and it, yeah. it, it's fantastic. But I would love to do some kind of a cooking show. My kitchen sucks, though. That takes... I love to cook. Your kitchen? Our kitchen? Our uh, kitchen. Whatever. That, that takes... Uh, my kitchen when I'm cooking in it. Whatever. <laughs> when you're in my way while I'm trying to make food. <laughs> um, that Yeah, it takes uh, Nerd Chronic being willing to... Uh, Trust both Video Drew with cooking and you with instructions. I'm from Texas, and I like steaks. That should be, like, all I need to put on a food cooking resume right there. Yeah, it's not, though. Um, anyway. Yeah, my steaks are good. Speaking of the Schmodown, though. That's a segue. There's nothing to a steak. This has all been about Schmodown. This has all been about Schmodown. In various forms. Uh, what are the matches that we had this week? Starting uh, off the week, we had... Uh, so... Going in first into the IG tournament, uh, we had uh, Emily Jacobson versus Eric Zipper. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and again, we've seen Emily Jacobson mm -hmm. in IG. Zipper has just recently started diving into IG. Um, I think that was a fantastic match, though. Uh, Zipper definitely showing some some pretty strong prowess. Which I mean, obvious, obviously, he's been working on his game. He's a part of the dungeon. With Smets and with Robert Parker. He's been working on his game with Smets, Parker, and Kaiser. Yeah. Uh, he's been doing a fantastic job. Yeah. So, uh, I, I I can see why 
he he's he's coming into this tournament now kind of a threat hungry yeah he wants some he wants some burgers um where are we at right now we're on what tuesday what was shown last night was the Kalinowski Kalinowski and Alba. Alba. That's so, what was on Patreon. Okay. So I'm trying to keep keep in mind what I can and can't say yet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because we have we have filmed the reaction to It's basically just who, who is Zipper going to face? Is he gonna face Kalinowski or is he gonna face Greg Alba? Okay. Uh we filmed the reaction to that already because we're yep. Patreon members. Go join the Schmodown Patreon and you could also see the match on Monday. And then also sit here with us knowing what happens and not talking about it. Ha-ha. <laughs> That's right. We're not spoiling Patreon matches here that haven't released publicly yet. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, that was a good match. Uh, Zipper, of course, pulls out the win on that. So, um, And then we also had later in the week, we had Paulo Yama versus Chance Ellison. Uh, also, we're back to essentially fan leaguer versus fan leaguer. And like here's the thing, these people are uh, they made Woo, excuse me. They made the jump <laughs> I should get a sound bite of that. Well <laughs> said. <laughs> Body noise. <laughs> Just be glad the microphone's up here. Um that I know these these guys have jumped from fan leagues to the actual Schmodown. Yeah. But I, I, I like mentioning that we've got fan leaguer versus a fan leaguer because it's always nice to know where you came from. It, it, know your roots. Know your roots and like holding that in. I think that makes these kinds of matches when you get a fan leaguer versus fan leaguer, that much more special. Yeah. Now, Chance and Oyama have already they've already faced off against each other before. Yep. In what was singles. it singles? I believe so. Uh in which Oyama pulled out the win on that one. Now we're we've have Chance who has uh, dabbled in IG before. This was Oyama's first dabbling into IG, and so it's, for all intents and purposes, we're in Chance's playground with mm-hmm. this between the two of them at least. And I th- I think that that turned out to be very very amazing. I like there's a lot of stuff on there that you know that Oyama knows. But you didn't know that he was going to dive into certain geek knowledge that yeah. much. Yeah. And uh, real quick before we continue on, I just want to say that any Streamlabs, any questions that we have popping up right now, we will start hitting a lot of these questions at the end of the Schmodown talk. So uh, if you send in a Streamlabs right now, no, we will be addressing it. We're just going to wait till probably after the Schmodown talk before we end the show to to answer those questions. So yeah. send in those Streamlabs and we will definitely get to them for you. But anyway. Absolutely. So, yeah, we're talking about uh, Oyama versus Ellison. And, yeah, like you said, it was Fan League versus Fan League, essentially, at this point, which we, we, we've seen before we see again. There is a potential. Now, granted, we obviously have not seen the Parker versus Goddard match, which is supposed to air this Friday. Um, yeah, because the time war- the way time works, uh, yeah. Tuesdays come before Fridays. We don't have time for those jokes. Um, <laughs> uh, it will be Friday by the time you're finished saying that. <laughs> no, we haven't seen that match yet. So we assume we assume typically speaking that I say typically a lot of people are assuming that Parker is the heavy favorite for the left side of the bracket, which means he's going to end up beating uh, Ben Goddard. Assuming that is what happens here and that there is not an upset from Ben Goddard taking out 
uh, Robert Parker. Which I'm all game for. Which, hey, you know... You As a reactor, that that's that's what you dream of, is that kind of a... You put on the bracket who you think is going to win, but you also, you always kind of want the upset kind of low-key just because it would be fun. When um, Stacey Howard beat Mark Riley, that was fantastic. Yeah. So so what, what you have here is a uh, potential of Chance, because Chance, Chance beat Paul Oyama. Now Chance moving on as a fan leaguer to compete against the new hotshot rookie fan leaguer in Robert Parker. And, man, Ch- Chance has just not had a good run of it up against some of like the hard-hitting competitors. But if he proves himself in IG and he's the one that takes out Robert Parker, first of all, that really throws a wrench in a lot of Kaiser's plans for his faction this, this uh, season. But it also shows that Shannon is and her faction of corruption are here to play and they're going to be very high up in the ranks by the time that singles tournament starts. Yeah. Maybe even through the singles tournament. We'll see what that, that holds, but that both these IG matches this, this week were impressive. Um, and I know we're about to get to even more impressive. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still kind of eager to see how much more we, we see from uh, Emily Jacobson too, because she's had some rough losses in her career so far, but, I think that again, like I said in our reaction, she's got a lot of opportunities still ahead of her. Like she knows how the game is played now. She's played it a few times. She knows she knows what to do in the matches and she's she does have the knowledge. It's just a matter of being able to recall the information in the midst of the game. Yeah. Which is is a point of opportunity for a lot of people at times, but uh, for her I believe that she still has she still has that big IG run to do here. Uh, whether we see that this next season or maybe the season after, provided she wants to stick around, uh, I think I think it is potential that it is coming still. Yeah, she has she has potential to to do well in the IG still, but we will we will continue watching her career with great interest. Speaking, Speaking of, of Star, Star Wars, Wars. <laughs> zing! Speaking of Star Wars, uh, we also had the Holy Star Wars one. match uh, this week: Andrew Demolanta versus Molly Damon. Uh, in which case, I'm—I uh, mean, I was yeah. down for a Demolanta versus Damon match. We just got the other Damon. We just got the other Damon. Uh, yeah. So here's the thing: this match, I feel like, out of the matches we got this week, this is the one that like really had some stuff that I feel like people are talking about. Yeah, there's there was some controversy in terms of say how the game was played or wasn't played within this match. Uh, I know we did our live reaction to it, so that is that is actually up on this channel still. If you haven't watched us react to that match, uh, it is up on the channel. They do air them live on Twitch right now. So if you're not actually following the Schmodown channel on Twitch, go over there and hit that little heart button. The little follow heart on Twitch. Uh, drop five bucks and actually subscribe to them too. Helps them out a whole lot, and you don't get ads in the middle of your live watching of the Schmodown. Because yeah. you don't want to be in that position where you're, oh, you're right at the end, and who's going to who's gonna get the and your winner, and boom, there's an ad for some other Twitch streamer. Don't care. I'm about to find out who's going to win. Yeah. So go over there, sub to them, drop that five on them, and uh, watch them live, and then come hang out with us, because we're also going to be doing the... The stream's on Wednesday, tomorrow night also. So, yeah, we've got the one tomorrow night, which I believe tomorrow night we're probably going to be shooting for the 11 p.m. Uh, typically, like, 
our our live stream on these have been based around when Call to Action does Schmobates. Tomorrow yep. night, they're doing Schmobates. Uh, they're part of their championship. I guess I'm going to plug them. Yep. Uh, <laughs> why not? <laughs> they're cool people. Uh, they're doing... Uh, tomorrow night's going to be uh, Danny, Danny Ramirez versus... Bibiani. William Bibiani in their Schmobates. This might be and... pretty good because Danny... Danny loves to argue. She loves to go on hashtag, her, da- her Danny rants. rants. Yeah. yeah. And then you got Bibiani, who just knows how to present points very well. And we're conflicted because Danny is from the same great state that we are here in Texas. And Bibiani is Bibiani. Bibiani's amazing. Bibiani's Bibiani. So, Enough said. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's Also, how- uh, they've got Koi on there. Oh, yeah. Too. Koi is uh, guest commentating. Guest judging. Judge- moderating. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that. watch that and then uh, come join us roughly like 11 o'clock tomorrow night somewhere around for our live reaction to could, Star Wars match. Could be 1130. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, somewhere around there. Uh, so as for Demolanta versus Molly Damon, uh, I know like a couple of things that happened there. First of all, the match was fantastic. Uh, love that match. I think that was that was where Demolanta like just barely like squeaked by at the end. Um, or am yeah. I completely like not remembering matches right? Uh, maybe it, I don't it, know. it's been a long week, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> but no, what happened there was that uh, there's there was moments throughout that match where it's like, oh, I think Molly actually might be able to take this one away from Damon despite his perfect performance against Scrimshaw. But the situation that you had there is that there was a challenge that got issued, I believe, and it was. Shuttle Tidarian. Yeah. The ty- the Tidarian or Tidarium. And the the issue and that that's a been a that's been a point of a contention for a lot of people amongst the uh the fan community because uh they were saying that he said it right the first time. Uh, I can't recall whether he used N or M the first time. But let's say he did say it right the first time, then I don't remember what I said on that too. Yeah. I don't remember which one it is. Yeah, let's say he uh Let's say he he got it. He did he did say it right the first time, but then it's a matter of hey, N and M are so close together. We need you to repeat it and enunciate, uh, which they probably should have asked for a slow pronunciation of what it was that you just said. Repeat the same exact thing you just said, but Christian had him spell it, which is I believe an acceptable for for that situation. It is acceptable to do so. I know a lot of people were a lot of people were saying that this came down to spelling, which yeah. it should never come down. To. It didn't come down to spelling at all. This the deciding factor on that was not how it was spelled. He was asked to repeat, essentially repeat what it was. He he, said. he had to repeat and he had to spell it just because M and N. Unless you are really good at enunciating, like I just did, yeah, you can't you can't tell. And again, I've watched that movie so many times i've heard like uh, we guess shuttle tiberian tiderium tiderium i'm pretty sure i said tiberius which tiberian no that's star trek yeah uh but i mean i knew it was somewhere in there some kind of collection of letters that were very close to that sound <laughs> the one star trek question i get correct is actually a star wars question <laughs> whoops <laughs> whoopsies uh so the thing is like, it came really close to that and they just needed clarification because it just, uh, unfortunately, and it might have been different, like in a studio environment. Mm-hmm. Maybe you probably could have heard a little clearer because the person's sitting there in front of you, essentially. Yeah, you didn't have to filter through the internet. Yeah, uh, you just have to get past like the light stands <laughs> and all the microphones and stuff. Ain't no biggie. Um, 
but it, it's really hard to clearly hear uh, like Tidarian or Tidarium. Yeah, at that point, you need to know how to read lips also and see how the person is saying it. Tidarium or Tidarian. So it was not a spelling thing. It didn't have to come down. The only reason that he had to spell it is because we needed to know, did you say N or M? Now, the problem that that does present is that he spells it, gets it wrong because he... Uh, if if he said it correctly the first time, he didn't spell it correctly the second time. In which case, that leaves just one correct answer yeah. for Molly to pick from. Now, the challenge at that point, maybe some people should have said the challenge should have been that that does narrow down the possibilities for Molly. Because if he says Tidarium and they're asking for him to say it again... Well, then clearly the answer has to be something that sounds like Tidarium. In which case, if you're someone like Molly, who does know Star Wars, she does, and you were thinking maybe something completely different, that but, just gave it away. But then that triggers in your mind, wait, no, it's Tidarian. That's right. Or Tidarium, whichever one it was. Uh, that's You just now got the answer because he was asked to repeat his question. I think that is an issue that a lot of people might have with the whole situation. It's not even that he had to spell it. It's that he essentially had to repeat it and then got it wrong, which leaves only really one possible answer at that point for Molly to pick from. Which I will say, as a positive testament to the Schmodown, that we've gotten so far in how the Schmodown works that this, this is the issue. I don't don't know the angling on this. Uh, that this is the issue that we need that we've hit now. Yeah, it's no longer like some kind of like uh, something that anyone who just now watched the Schmodown could like. Oh, I don't like the way they do that. Yeah, this is something you don't realize until you hit this specific yep. type of question. This is how deep we are into Schmodown. Yeah, well, the way it works and the way this yeah the way this happens now is that if you want to make it a sport you have to treat it like a sport you go back and you watch like any nfl game and you have the referees on the field who throw, who throw flags all the time if if they are calling a play off shut up just go with it i get it sports whatever that's our shtick it's the nfl <sighs> national football league anyway uh you can't say that it's copyrighted by the national football league and national football league association would you shut up before I lose my point? <laughs> what are points? Is that sports things? <laughs> so a, a ref might make a call that a lot of people w- would have an issue with. And sometimes when those calls are made, say, in football, they have to go back and watch the replay, zoom in real tight to the play that was made, and kind of look at, okay, where was the foot on the line? Was it over the line? Where was the ball in conjunction with the foot? And Real sports get down to the nitty-gritty detail of how the play was made. In the case of the Schmodown, that is what is happening here. It gets down to the nitty-gritty of how did you just say that? How did you spell it? Because the level of intensity of the Star Wars competition that we are in right now is everyone is either throwing a perfect game or getting pretty dang close to throwing perfect games. Yeah. And it comes down. it could come down to you spelled a word wrong you lose the match so garth is saying in the chat christian should have just had andrew repeat his answer not spell it without writing it out on his whiteboard here's the thing like with that particular word uh that word is tricky because that that word has two places that could potentially be one or another letter the d and the b d and b is it tiberian or tiberian 
Tiberium or the Tiberium, Tiderium, yeah, Tiderium, whatever. Like, there's so many different ways, and then you're not even taking into account a person's dialect. I mean, if someone was playing who was from Australia, you're pretty much screwed on that one. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the way they played it is the way they had to, given the live setting, mm-hmm. and just we have to make a decision, we have to go with it, we have to make a call, and we have to stick with the call. And I'm not going to say necessarily whether it was a bad call or a good call. I think for the way they had to do it, it was actually probably a good call. The only issue that I think it leaves open is, like I said, that le- that really narrows down the answer possibilities for Molly, somebody who knows Star Wars. If it was up, say if you were doing it up against somebody from the IG, just doing an IG, and this was the question for IG, and you you left it up to them to try to guess what the answer was post maybe having the answer narrowed down from they might not necessarily get it they might think oh well type they might go like the type oh tiberian then it's it, there's a b in there no with someone like molly or anybody in this star wars competition who knows star wars you really can't give away an answer like that necessarily yeah so i think that ultimately that would be the one issue i have with that is at that point if you have to ask him to repeat it it doesn't necessarily give Molly a fair shake because at that point you just might have to throw out the question and ask a completely different question. Yeah. Which is bad if you think that a player could actually utilize that as a strategy going forward, which leads into a whole mess of issues. Like do we, what's the integrity of the schmodown of the game and of people doing like that? I know they're still working on the official rule book. So yeah. And you don't, you don't want to question the integrity like because that's going to be a living rule book too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That uh, sports. Welcome to sports. Yeah. That's how it works. So, uh, the other one, uh, w- really wasn't a big controversy until afterwards. And it was only by people watching it, but the, uh, the, they did a question of like, what was the quote? Only, only a Sith deals in blank. Uh, the correct answer is absolutes. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Are you sure that's the correct answer? It wasn't, it's not singular. It was plural. Are you absolutely sure that's the correct answer? Um, absolutely. You're a Sith! Yeah. Uh, so the actual answer is absolutes. They asked for a quote. The quote is absolutes. Uh, Andrew DeMolanta only wrote absolute, and I believe he said absolute as well. While Molly Damon said absolutes and wrote absolutes, there was no challenge on that. Was but the, everyone picked it apart after the game had aired. The question was, what did Obi-Wan say only a Sith deals in? absolutes no oh, i'm asking yeah, no. the question yeah. was yes. obi-wan said it it was it was a direct quote. so it was asking for the quote of obi-wan yes right so in that case yes the only correct answer is absolutes absolutely if it was yeah if it was uh what does a sith deal in not what did obi-wan say a sith is deals in yeah if it was just what does a sith deal in well, I mean, even it's it's then, a it's a harder question because you want to, you want to move off of the according to Obi One aspect of it. You can't really do that. But you can't really say an absolute only a deal a Sith deals in an absolute. That that doesn't it just doesn't sound right. Yeah, it, it, it's not the proper wording when when you're talking about that particular noun. A Sith only deals in one specific absolute. Welcome to the Cinefanatics where we debate grammar. One specific absolute does a Sith deal in. He can deal with all the other... <laughs> he or she could deal with all the other absolutes, but this one specific absolute yeah. the Sith cannot deal in. Uh, so <laughs> oh, don't do that. That's not going to clip out very well. Uh, so 
Yeah, it actually was absolutes. Slamming my head against the microphone. Yeah. Uh, that's not what it looks like. It was a much worse way I could have done it. Uh, but it was supposed to be absolutes. It was, uh, Andrew DeMolanta didn't. Molly didn't challenge it. That would have been did a Sam. good. That, yeah. It, it is questionable why Sam didn't challenge that because Sam knows the game and knows that I, I honestly believe that Sam knew the answer to that question. I, I think that was a question that, that you don't have to be in the star Wars division to know the answer to. Mm-hmm. If you've seen revenge of the Sith or you've been on the internet and seen memes, you know, the answer to that question. But the situation was that maybe, and I've, I've heard this brought, I think they even brought it up, say on call to action or one of the other fantastic podcasts that are out there now. Um, might even been on, let's get ready to talk about on any of those fantastic podcasts. Uh, but it was brought up that, uh, where was I going with this? I just lost my train of thought. That they should have said absolutes and not absolute. Moving on. <laughs> That's what happens when you do it live. Sometimes you just lose your train of thought. <laughs> Sometimes you're just going about your day and... yeah, Brain fart! Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's... Yo, oh, Sam. Sam challenging it. Yeah. Uh, they brought up that Sam potentially was saying, ah, I could challenge that. Could, but maybe just maybe i hold on to the challenge for a bigger point value later on down the road i mean, i don't want to necessarily spend it on this two point one first round question so that's the new question though is uh, and this has possibly only been maybe recently yeah but i mean how many opportunities are there for a steal happening steal or not or steal, not steal. A challenge. I saw AJ Lancaster said something that ended in oh, the yeah, word yeah. steal, and that yeah. threw me off. Uh, but uh, how many opportunities are there for a challenge, really? Mm. I mean, again, they've been more and more prevalent lately. Yeah, I mean, so it, the thing is that there's a lot of opportunities, uh, especially if you know how to play the game and you're paying attention to how questions are worded or answered. Uh, there's any number of any number of times where a steal is something that could happen and you see Ben Bateman utilize it all the time because he he will he will do his best say like he gets to the third round he will do his best to find something just to utilize it just to see if maybe strategically he can he can get around a question or something gain that point and maybe spin the game back in his direction uh the thing of it is though is that i fully believe that if sam had called out that that challenge during at that point he would have won it because again when oh it comes, absolutely absolutely i hate doing it, that but that's the pro- that's the yeah. proper word to affir- affirm that yes get it because when it comes down to when it comes down to a quotes question a question that is according to so and so you need to answer specifically what did so-and-so say. What happens there is that Molly says absolutes, and they say, correct. And then Demolanta says absolute, and they go, correct. And he goes, wait a minute, those are two different questions, though. Challenge, which one of us is correct? Now, that's where the risk is, because if he doesn't actually know the answer is absolutes over absolute, he's risking that his competitor is wrong and that Demolanta is actually right. Maybe that's why he doesn't challenge there. Uh, possibly, I know, and I'm I'm, I'm not going to spoil or go into details, but I know the Greg Alba, Mike Kalinowski. There's a thing involving uh, quotes where a person 
gets asked the question like what's the last thing was what what's the last thing that uh sam says or not sam that frodo says in fellowship of the ring and that person knows that line but wasn't 100 percent. and that's yeah. the thing is when you hit those quotes you need to know the exact quote otherwise you don't yeah. get the points if you have the opportunity to do a multiple choice on that that's the right move yeah but so in this instance it's around one you either know it or you miss the two points for that for that round uh they did call it both both answers correct there was no challenge that's the game yeah you if you don't seize those opportunities at the end at the end of the day like dim wants to still won i believe he still won by enough number of points that i think even if uh say that challenge or his 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 miss there in that round one yeah came into effect he still would have won but here's here's the thing to also take into account is if if you miss something like that Mm -hmm. and say molly was to have challenged it now you're talking about playing the psychological game yeah now you're talking about moving away from that much like uh i believe he he kind of was after the tidarium whatever incident yeah he shook it off he shook that one off luckily But I mean, when you miss when you miss something like that, it kind of plays in your brain for a little while. Like, dang it, why did I? Oh, why didn't I put absolutes? Of course, it's absolutes, dummy. I mean, a, a prime example is you look back at Smets when he did the, the don't tell, don't tell Peter. Peter, yeah, and you see immediately he's like, oh, and he, you can tell that he he, he, thought, he, he thought about it for a second and he went, no, no, yeah, and yeah. he immediately kicked himself, and you knew that played in his head for a little while. Yeah. And luckily, he shook it off and moved on. Still didn't win, but the question is... He's got the belt now, the, so who's laughing? Yeah, I know. But <laughs> psychological-wise, yeah. does missing something like that play into how the rest of the game could have gone? Yes, well, Andrew DeMolanta still won that game at the end, Yeah, but had the challenge been thrown on that would that have potentially changed his his brainwave thinking pattern for the rest of that game and maybe set the butterfly effect essentially a little <laughs> bit different who knows uh i know in terms of uh smets though he that was like the last question so there wasn't any more for that yeah game. that probably would have affected kalinowski and how he answered but anyway it was a great star wars match uh fortunately molly damon did lose that one so we don't get to see uh Molly versus Laura, or even get to see what I would love to see someday. Which Damon is versus Damon. Damon versus Damon. Molly versus Alex. That would that'll be a ton of fun if that ever happens someday. But uh, I think at this point, Alex would have to somehow lose the belt, and then they would have to maybe meet each other in a tournament setting too. <laughs> or Molly just walks around the house wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> or they have a physical scrap within. The bed. No, I don't <laughs> <laughs> Molly just walks out the front door one day. I got the belt now. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> got it. Anyway, oh, the plights of a married couple and who's going to have the belt and who isn't. <laughs> uh, so we got a singles tournament we got to talk about real quick in the next fourteen minutes. Uh, yep, we will. We will talk about. Let me. Uh, while you're going to pull some stuff up in regards to that. Can I answer like a question while you do that? Go for it. Uh, PC uh, drop five dollar Streamlab in saying I don't hate Austin. I'd just rather be in Houston. What's Why? your <laughs> What's your top spots for Austin? I went uh, I went to all the tourist tourist spots. What are the tourist spots in Austin? There's a few. Uh, Soco. 
So Austin, Austin, for the most part, if it's something that you want to see that you know exists, like of course you got to go to the Capitol. Yeah. Um, there's That's a true. there's a couple other <laughs> I places. We have the Capitol of Texas here. You got the Capitol. <laughs> you got the the UT Tower has historical significance, and they're not necessarily good historical significance. But those of y'all who know what the historical si- significance of the UT Tower, Oof, uh, yeah, I mean it's it's still there. Moving on. Uh, I don't think you can go to the top like observation deck though for that exact reason. Not anymore. Uh, there's a couple other like famous places to go check out. Uh, the like one of the best like pop culture ones is Jeremiah, Jeremiah the Innocent. Uh, if y'all seen it, this is the the picture of the weird looking frog that says "Hi, how are you?" Uh, most primarily made famous by being on Kurt Cobain's shirt. Yeah. Uh, this is it's a mural painted on the side of a building it's right over by ut campus so uh that's always cool to see and then there's also a couple of places around austin that are famous for being uh movie locations a lot of the places that uh were physical buildings for uh days and confused mm-hmm. still exist the em- the emporium where they uh, where they played pool at the bowling emporium where Wooderson's outside talking about how much he likes high school girls which is creepy as all get out but whatever all and right, then all right all right and then across the street is the the garage where they dumped the paint on Ben Affleck's O'Banion yeah. all that is in that in in that one location you can physically go and see that yeah uh, like you said top notch. The burger stand that they go to in Still Days and Confused is actually a real burger stand, and it, it it's exactly that. They went to a burger stand, and they filmed it. It's and, that burger stand. And it's, they ain't bad. They're pretty good, too. No, they're good burgers. Absolutely. They're um, good burgers. And then there's also, like, uh, the other one that I always like pointing out is Office Space. Yeah. A lot of the stuff in Office Space, including Inatech, the building that served as the building that Inatech was in, still exists. It yeah. wasn't burned down. Spoilers. Uh, it it is still standing. And then that it uh, is an office park. Then you've got that random island that was in Spy Kids, where all the thumb guys. Li- no, I'm just kidding about that. Spy Kids was filmed in Austin, but not. Yeah, there's Austin. That studios. was all CGI. <laughs> there's Austin Studios. That's uh, home to Troublemaker Studios. Robert yep. Rodriguez is. But that's not really a touristy thing that you can go see. Yeah, you really just can't. Like, yeah, you could potentially roll into Austin Studios, but like all you're gonna do is just drive around and see a bunch of oh, what oh, used to building. be what used to be hangars because yeah. that's in the area of the old Austin Airport. Uh, which fun fact, uh, Miss Congeniality also filmed in Austin because yeah. uh, Sandy B is from here. Yep. The the building that she's in when she's getting the makeover and she walks out is also one of the hangars from the old Austin Airport. Yeah. There's a there's a bunch of stuff in Austin. Uh, as far as like non touristy things go, um, I'd say non touristy, but I mean Soco is a really really cool mm. hangout. I like uh, South Congress South, Avenue. South Congress, uh, just really hanging out anywhere around, say the lake downtown is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Uh, the Oasis. The Oasis is a really cool spot. Um, it's a bunch of decks that overlook a lake, and it's the prime location for a beautiful sunset. In Absolutely, Austin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, grab a few cocktails and just enjoy a sunset. It's a really great spot. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff to check out in Austin. Really cool, really cool stuff to come visit and hang out at. So that is that is that about Austin. We're also here, so you, we're we're cool to hang out with and see as well. Anyway, let's get into the singles tournament. There's going to be a 36 man, 36 man, 36 spot, 36. 
man and woman, everybody's women can be, be a part of this too. Women are a part of it, as we pretty sure a certain point of view made that clear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a thirty-six spot uh, singles tournament that's going to be happening, and so we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine factions right now. Mm-hmm. Thirty-six divided by nine, I believe, is four. Math. I didn't know math was going to be involved on this live stream. So, name a faction and yes. let's go. <laughs> that, is, that is true. I double-checked my math on that. 36 divided by 9. We've got 9 minutes. Four. We don't have time for you to do math. <laughs> so, we want to go through each of the uh, the factions here. Which four do we think is going to be in this tournament? Because they have not announced them yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go on the website here, left to right. Top to bottom. So we're starting with the Droogs. We've got uh, Alonzo Duralde, Bonnie Somerville, Brandon Hanna, Jader Paramo, JTE, Kent Knapsack, Rebecca McKendry, Scott Mance, Warfather, and Whitney Seibold. Do you have it in a way where I can see it if you just I can, turn the laptop? I, I can move this like this. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Uh, so who would I put in a singles? Um, I want to see if we agree on this one, too. Because there's who I was thinking, and then... There's who makes a little bit more sense now, given the way the world yeah. is. Yeah, uh, definitely Hannah. Hannah in the singles tournament. Yeah, singles. Mm-hmm. Why? Why not? Because Hannah's IG. I would still stick him in the singles. All right, guys. So I'm going to take over the rest of this segment. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Leave it right there. I want to see. <laughs> Why would you put uh, Hannah in the singles? Well, let me l- let me go through who I would say I'd probably stick in singles, and then maybe we can like narrow it down to the actual four. I'd probably put sure. Hannah. I I would actually go ahead and throw Jader in there as well. Uh, JTE, uh, Knapsack, and Mance and Whitney. Four. Well, no, I, I'm just naming who I put in singles, and then we can narrow it down for some reason or another why you wouldn't put one of them. Yeah. But like, I know that was five right there. Right. So, I mean, I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking you've got maybe either Alonzo or Whitney. I can see Alonzo going in, too. I know Whitney still really wants to make a a singles run. Uh, I don't know how much Alonzo really wants to play in singles over teams, necessarily. I think you definitely put Jader in. Mm -hmm. Jader Jader has, uh, I believe that, I believe he has one win under his belt right now, right? Yes. Yeah. So, Jader's got a win under his belt. So, as of right now, he's undefeated in singles. So, you definitely want to keep his record and his streak kind of climbing and going. Uh, I don't think you put in Brandon Hanna. Brandon Hanna is too specifically IG. Um, I think right now you have the other options are Rebecca McKendry, who we haven't seen yet, which there was talk today that I know some, I believe on backstage, where a lot of managers might be putting in some of their players that have not gotten a chance to play this season yet. So... You if they believe, if they're pretty strong in them. Granted, I don't know where Drew stands with the whole manager deciding things piece, but yeah, you have, you know, you have a possibility of seeing McKendry. Uh, Warfather has talked about doing singles, but I don't believe Warfather is strong enough yet to really make a run in a tournament. Scott Mance, you have to, you have to have Scott Mance back. I think you still, you you do try to push Scott Mance in there. And uh, JTE is prime for being able to do a singles run right now, considering he wouldn't have been able to fly to yeah. Los Angeles anyway at this time, regardless of pandemic. So, um, I think so. I think for this one, you've got you've got Jader, JTE, Scott Manson, Whitney. Yeah. 
We might have to fly through these a little faster than that. Well, we might we might go a little. We're, bit I'm okay with going a little over, but we might have to move a little faster and yeah. not analyze every player. Um, so we got the den up next. They got Alex Merzonia, Ben Goddard, Brett Sheridan, James White, Paul Preston, Rachel Silvestrini, Saul, Sean Sullivan, Tom, and Vanessa from Wait to the Party. I uh, would definitely throw in uh, Rachel Silvestrini. Uh, I would throw in. I would actually throw in Saul. Uh, and Tom. Uh, who else would I put in that? Oh man, there's a couple others I'd want really want to put in there. Paul Preston, uh, Sean Sullivan, maybe, uh, Vanessa, and Ben Goddard. Yeah. Okay, so you don't put in Saul or Sean Sullivan. <laughs> Sean Sullivan is Star Wars, and he's I believe he is well, stated I'm, right now that I'm, he's I'm, only Star Wars. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at the. Li- Would you stop turning that? Well, I want to stay seeing it. I'm trying to see it too. Yeah, you can see it. It's in front of you. Um, I want to like I'm looking at people who potentially could do something outside of just just whatever. Yeah, but league ta- they're famous in. So here's the thing: we are talking about this being a sports uh, league now, where the factions are trying to earn points. You're going to want to put in your players who are going to dominate in the singles division. You don't want to put your Star Wars player in the singles division. So I put in like Goddard, uh, Preston, Silverstrini, and Tom. Uh, yeah. So initially, I was thinking that you would have a situation of like say Tom or Silverstrini. The thing is, I don't know if this is the season that Tom makes his singles run at this point. I know that he would probably be strong in it. I just don't know if at this point, especially given that you're doing it virtual and how does that work with his character and everything, I don't know if you have Tom do the singles run this year. Uh, so I'm thinking you'd have uh, Goddard, uh, James White, who still hasn't gotten a chance to play yet this season, was traded from the Droogs and is, has was drafted pretty high up in the draft. So he's a rookie that we actually expect some good things out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he also came from the fan leagues. Uh, so you got Goddard, James White. I believe you have Silverstrini and either Paul Preston or uh, Vanessa at this point. Do we want to see Vanessa? Does Vanessa want to make a run in singles? Mm-hmm. It's possible. Uh, I That's do believe a... Paul is going to be your stronger. Yeah, out of those though. And Garth is saying Robert is throwing people into singles who don't do singles again. I'm I'm thinking of people who will stop based off of yeah thanks stop doing that based <laughs> off of how they perform in the league they perform in i feel like that if they're that good at that point they might be able to branch out and be a pretty well-rounded not necessarily you can know a lot about stars but that doesn't mean you know really a whole lot about just yeah. general movie trivia so if they're if they're ig or star wars centric they're not going to be in the singles tournament yeah so next faction let's see if i can correct this yeah <laughs> Let's look at the uh, dungeon. We got Adam Witt, Andres Gallegos, uh, Brittany Young, Drew Grant, Eric Zipper, Kevin Smets, Owen Mugen, Rick Hong, Robert Parker, and Vinnie Mancuso. Uh, no, Robert Parker's not going to be in the singles tournament. No, I, I don't know if I'd put him in that. Neither is Smets. I wouldn't put Smets in there either. Uh, uh, Adam Witt, yes. Adam Witt, possibly. I think, I think you are getting Drew Grant. I think that... It's loosely been confirmed that she's going to be in singles. I don't know if that's loosely being that she didn't confirm it on our channel, but she did like lightly confirm it on the call to action channel. So, yeah. So Drew Grant, um, Zipper could probably, could probably go back for that. I, I think you want to look at this point. You want to look towards like an Owen Mugen. Um, and then they did, they did bring in Andres. I don't know. I can't remember if Andres was going to be, was wanting to do like IG 
only or if he was i think i think honestly he was wanting to do like a singles or teams type thing too so andres has done a really good job of writing questions for like the video chronic quizzes um and i i think someone who's got an eye for that kind of question writing might do pretty decent in a singles run as well yeah just a basic general knowledge uh so i might throw andres in there i would so at this point i would think andres drew grant um you know, you might put like an Owen Mugen or a Vinny Mancuso in there. Yeah. Um, Rick Hong, I'm not sure because he's only been in that team's match with Drew, and I don't really know if he's got the same. How he is on the on a single side. So, so you know, maybe Andres, Drew, uh, Owen or Vinny, and maybe Adam Witt for a dungeon. Um, let's go on to the Finstock Exchange. You like uh, at least the first four. <laughs> well, not yeah. not on that list. But well, the- <laughs> so here's the thing with Fence-like Exchange. You got Demolanta, which he's not going to be in there. Star Wars. Barbarian. Could Bate- potentially. Bateman. Yes. Cody Hall. Hold on. <laughs> Cody Hall. Dan Merle. Absolutely. Emily Jacobson. Gray Drake. John and Roca. Mm-hmm. Mark Riley and Sabrina Ramirez. Uh, ben Bateman, I don't believe, is going to be in it. Okay. I believe he has stated on backstage that he's he's probably not going to be in the, in the uh, tournament. Dan's got the belt. So unless the belt somehow gets taken from him before oh. the tournament, which I believe... So he can't be in the tournament. I He's... believe they might be doing a title match for the belt before the tournament. We'll see. But if they don't and Dan has the belt or he defends the belt before the tournament, he's not going to be in the tournament. Uh, Roka, I believe, unless he makes the run, grabs the belt, I believe he is probably going to be in the tournament. Um, then you have... Uh, then you have uh, the, the, you have Sabrina Ramirez, who they just uh, brought on. Uh, here's the thing. Let me let me touch on this one real quick. <laughs> you go ahead. Uh, I have played now both Brandon Hanna and Sabrina Ramirez in a La La Land quiz on Video Drew's uh, Nerd Chronic Pop Culture, not ner- ner- video. Her pop culture quiz video over on the channel. Video Chronic. Got it. Nailed it. Anyway, I played the law of land. Loses all of those points because he can't remember the title of the video. It's late. <laughs> uh, yeah, I played the law of land quiz over there against both uh, Brandon Hanna and Sabrina Ramirez. And here's the thing: uh, the argument I used saying that Sabrina's gonna like tear through the the schmodown, tear through the singles division. Uh, I know that Brandon Hanna's in IG, so while he's great at law of land, I don't know if. Again, general knowledge is going to be his strong suit. But Sabrina, if Sabrina's performance in that quiz, based on the fact that I know that she didn't study for it, and she stayed, indication. I believe, two points behind me and Brandon pretty much the entire way through, Yeah, is any indication as to how she's going to compete in singles. She's going to be a good person. She should be in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I fully expect Sabrina will be there. Roka will probably be there. Uh, again, if he doesn't have a singles belt by the time. Barbarian, you, you have to think, is going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Then it leaves, you know, are we putting Mark Riley, Gray Drake, or Cody Hall in there? I would think Mark Riley. I would think Mark Riley, and that's going to be, I think, completely dependent upon, say, also Gray Drake's availability. Mm-hmm. Cody, I don't see it going to be in the tournament. I think he's got enough in life that he's dealing with right now, say, still being a new father and all that, which, yeah. you know, maybe gives him time to watch movies, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think you see uh, Aroka, Riley, Ramirez, and Barbarian in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, under Corruption, you got Adam Collins, Chance Ellison, Claudia Dolph, Elliot Dewberry, Clee Wiggins, Laura Kelly, Mark Hoyk, 
Marisol McKee, Mike Kalinowski, and Rick Ramos. I know three. I would say three of those definitely 100%. Mike, Mike and Chance 100%. And uh, Mark Hoyt. You want to put Mark Hoyt in there? I was. I would assume he's probably going to go in that as well. I don't believe – we haven't seen Rick Ramos yet. Um, and we haven't seen Marisol McKee yet. Maybe Elliot Dewberry, but – the thing is, is that I believe that Adam Collins, who's also coming from the fan leagues, was just drafted by corruption in the uh, picking up the the free agents. They might put him in just because that might be the reason why they want to put him in. Yeah. Is he they were expecting him to do something with singles. But you also have to think that Marisol McKee, again, another one who's come from the fan leagues, could also make a pretty solid run because there's a reason she's making the transition from fan leagues to the big leagues. Yeah. So uh, you definitely have Mike and Chance. Uh, option for mark in there also i think mark might be a stronger teams player probably than a singles so there, there's that too but i think you definitely have the option between adam collins or marisol mckee also yeah uh moving on to quirky mercs again guys we are going a little bit longer here just because i do want to get through all this we promoted this as part of the show tonight mm-hmm. so we want to we want to give time for this um yeah, Gar says, I hope Marisol gets to play. I know her from the fan league. She's great. Yeah, that's and that's why I'm putting her name in there. Is I think that it's a definite possibility that we still see her also. Uh, anyways, quirky marks. We got Brendan Meyer, Greg Alba, Haley Fouch, John Humphrey, Joseph Scrimshaw, Kevin Smith, <laughs> Mark Knopic, uh, Perry Nimroff, Tim Frank, and William Bibiani. Okay. That's still a funny one to, to say. Like, oh, yeah, Kevin Smith. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Smith is not in the singles tournament. I, I guarantee that. I know. Well, hold on. <laughs> I know we're not going to see Justice Scrimshaw or probably Mark Anopic in singles. Yeah. Um, for Kevin Smith, though, I know that Christian just popped out on uh, on the Facebook page and on Twitter today saying he's just sealed a deal on a massive match. So it could be that uh, that Kevin Smith versus Chris Jericho uh, match. Yeah. Does that? You know, you want to save that one maybe for a live event, but also if you don't have the option of a live event, maybe that's a uh, first round singles match. That maybe. would be that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be really interesting. But I don't know. But here's the thing: uh, like Kevin Smith is a great director. I love his movies, but as much as he plays into pop culture and pop culture references, that doesn't necessarily mean he knows a lot about movies and so therefore could recall all these movies. He knows a lot about a specific group of movies, probably. Yeah, well, I mean, his. <laughs> and well, the movies sure. that his his movies are referencing. Like, are, yeah, they're referencing, which is yeah. a lot of geek knowledge yeah. for the most part. But I feel like in some of those cases, you're talking about a person who writes a, a, a screenplay yeah. in which they could sit there like, okay, what movie do I want to reference? Uh, Die Hard. Let's do Die Hard. Let me reference Die Hard. Right. Although he's probably not referencing anything Bruce Willis does, but that's beside the point. Hey, oh. Anyway, um, so what we're looking at here is that, assuming that Kevin Smith is going to be too big a na- uh, name for them to want to do in the singles tournament. Because I, I just don't think he's going to be available to play yeah. round after round after I, round. I would think that him, Jericho, and uh, uh, Doug Benson are out of the singles tournament. They're not, yeah. not going to play in it. That's the assumption I'm going to take. We'll see if that is actually what happens. Uh, Quirky Marks, you're going to have Brendan Meyer and mm-hmm. Bibiani in there. You don't you don't not have Brendan Meyer and Bibiani in the singles tournament. Yeah. Uh, Tim Franco, I think, is pretty pretty well a lock. The question is is between Greg Alba, Haley Fouch, John Humphrey, and Perry, who do you want to put in there? Perry has obviously hasn't had a chance to play yet. She just got free agent signed. Yeah. Um. 
Greg and John are showing. Greg and John are probably going to want to take a break after the uh, IG tourney is done. Uh, they're probably going to want to take a breather there, and I think you want to save them and get them amped up for maybe teams. Yeah. So maybe you put. I would think the stronger one right there is maybe you want to go with the Haley Fouch. Because Haley Fouch has played a live event now. Uh, While she didn't win, she did play a live event. And that gives you a little bit more of a feet wet than necessarily the experience that Perry has had in the past. Yeah. Uh, so in our chat, uh, Tim Franco just happened to pop up because we said his name. Yeah. Uh, he says, I did tell Koi I, I want... said it once, though. Yeah. I did tell Koi I, I want in. We shall see if it happens. Hashtag scoops. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I, w- I would say that that's a, that's a pretty good one, given the roster of that faction. I think it makes sense. I, I, yeah, I think it makes sense putting Tim in there as well. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, he joined us on that uh, great stuff watch along we did on our Patreon. So if you want to check that out, join our Patreon and check it out. <laughs> the stuff. stuff. That anyway. was so much fun to do, though. It, it was. Um, anyway, I think uh, I, I do think you put Haley Fouch in there as the fourth. Brendan, Brendan Bibiani, Tim, and uh, Haley. Yeah. For the quirky marks. Uh, let's look at the rock stars here. We got Adam Gertler, Alex Damon, Chris Jericho, David Del Rio, Jared Habon, Jeff Snyder, Jim Vevita, Josh Quevedo, Mark Andreco, and Stacey Howard. Uh, you got Mark Andreco and Stacey Howard, definitely. Here's the thing. I uh, don't know about David Del Rio. Uh, we'll, we'll see what his acting schedule looks like given a pandemic right now. I would say Snyder also. Habon's not going to be in there because he's too IG. Jericho's assuming the same with kevin smith too big right now to be in there i'd like to see alex damon i think adam gertler is too busy with his restaurant amidst trying to maintain it during a pandemic also um alex damon alex damon is super now here's the thing we saw alex damon in that championship uh he actually held his own pretty well answering uh, like general through the general yeah yeah so that's that's a that's a wild card right there uh, uh, but I could also see, like, uh, Jim Vevita. Maybe. The only reason that I wouldn't do Alex Damon, I wouldn't put Alex Damon in there, is because uh, he'll be gearing up for pos- for that possible uh, defense of the Star Wars belt come spectacular time. So he might not want to spend his time worrying or stressing over the singles mm-hmm. single stuff. Uh, I do think you got, yeah, you got, you, I think, yeah, you got Snyder, Vevita, and Draco, and Stacy. I think mm-hmm. those are your four right there. I think those are a, a strong four for the rock stars. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's move on to swag here. We got Adam Lavick. Drip, drip. <laughs> drip, drip. Andres Cabrera, Chandra Dandapani, Frank Moran, Josh McCuga, Liz Shannon Miller, Lon Harris, Paul Oyama, RB3, and Sean Gerber. Uh, you got Lon and Paul Oyama easily. Yeah, Lon and Paul. There's a, and I think you also have Liz Shannon Miller. I would say, too. yeah, I'd probably throw Liz Shannon Miller in now, there as there's well. There's a lot of IG and Star Wars here too because yeah. Chandru, Sean, and Adam Lavick are all stronger in IG or Star Wars. So do you go with someone who we not we might not be we might not be like too familiar with like say Frank Moran uh versus frank so frank has had one match i believe in teams and he also competed in the free-for-all and so do you go with someone like him rb3 or do you go and pull josh mcuga now the thing is is josh mcuga 
may potentially still be busy with his eating history. I don't know. Uh, I, I I don't know how they're filming that right now. I don't so know, I, yeah, I don't know with the pandemic if they're going to be filming season two yet anytime I, soon. I know Josh Makuga was leaving the possibility of being able to compete later on in the season, which yeah. is why there was still the the heavily nodded. Yeah, we're going to have a Wildberry Civil War. It was still going to happen. It still possibly could happen, but um, I don't know if that means he's available to potentially do an entire singles tournament. And would you actually want to put Josh Makuga in a single? Him and Dewberry are just the team together. Just Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, Josh Makuga has had a history of guessing his way through a couple rounds. At least two. One or two rounds. So I think... One, the fact that we haven't seen Makuga pretty much at all this season is a is kind of a big deal. He's one of your mainstays, even if he's not uh, pulling out the belt by the end of the tournament. Yeah. I don't think you go through a tournament season without Makuga at this point. Um, and that is that is purely based on the fact that he, he can be good for a couple, uh, couple faction points, given he makes it through two rounds. Yeah. But also because... At the end of the day, it's still a show. You're still putting on a show. You still want your your really entertaining guy in there. Um, his antics might even lead to some extra wins you weren't necessarily expecting. So I think there's still a, a good strategic reason why you put a Josh McCuga in there. But, yeah, uh, Liz, Lon, and Paul, I think, are, are, are you mean. If you don't put Josh, then maybe you take the risk on, say, Frank, or you uh, you give RB3 some more time to shine also. Yeah, I think those are both possibilities. Um, usual suspects. It's our last one here. We've got Andrew Guy, Cameron Rice, Doug Benson, Ethan Irwin, Janine, Jen Kemp, Matt Achity, Molly Damon, Robert Montano, and Sabina Graves. There's a couple of good ones in there. I mean, I, you would definitely throw Ethan Irwin and Janine in there. Ethan Irwin depends completely upon where the belt ends up. Yeah, that's right. Because so. he's got a match. He's got a he's number got, one contender match. He's got a face-off against Roca, and then I believe he gets, if I remember correctly, I believe he gets an option at getting the belt if he uh, beats Roca there. But uh, but I mean, let's just go with the fact, let's say Ethan Irwin's going to potentially be in it. Janine uh, is possible, but Janine might also be uh, swapped out for somebody else at this point, given that she's had a... A couple chances now, uh, at least at least through IG. I don't know. They might keep Janine in, in for singles also. Well, she's been strong in general. It depends also if you want to give some airtime to some of the players that haven't gotten a chance yet, like say Cameron Rice or maybe uh, Matt Atchity. And do you uh, think they'll throw Andrew Guy in there? I don't. I don't think you're going to see Andrew Guy in singles this season. I don't know if he really wants to compete in the virtual uh, setting. I believe mm-hmm. that I've heard that he doesn't. He's not necessarily wanting to compete in the virtual side. I could just be completely putting words in his mouth here, and I don't mean to do that if that's the case, but we'll let him kind of speak for himself there. But uh, if what I heard is true, then you don't necessarily see Andrew Guy uh, popping in there. I do I do think that maybe you give a shot to uh, Cameron Rice, but also, you know, usual suspects, they're going to be at the bottom of the of the faction standings out, coming out of these tournaments because they're, they're completely knocked out of both tournaments. And I would probably also... Maybe question and throw in Matt Atchity or uh, Robert Montano. Yeah, so you got Robert Montano uh, coming off of the late to the party split. Do we? Does he want to see a singles run for himself here? Possibly. 
uh, I do know that Robert Montano knows a lot of stuff, and he knows how the game is played now. So he could be a dark horse uh, strong competitor in this competition. Well, I think it's funny that we, we've gone through now Vanessa, Robert Montano, and, uh, and Tim Franco, and out of the three of them, we're like, yeah, Tim Franco's probably got this one. He'll probably be in the tournament. But we're kind of like iffy on the other two members yeah. of like late to the party who are probably going to be in there. That's kind of funny. <laughs> Um, I mean, I would like to see. I would like to see all three of them in there because I think that would be fun. This one really is hard to hard to place because there's just so many players who could be in the singles tournament who just haven't gotten matches yet. And again, we're we're, we're assuming that they're not going to put uh, like Doug Benson, who's a yeah. a more popular celebrity. They're not going to put him in there and make to make sure he's available round after round after round. Should he win? Right. Right. Um, so yeah, I think you see, uh, again, depending on where the titles end up, you see Ethan Irwin, uh, you know, maybe Matt Ashley is also one of those I think might be more geared for teams than necessarily for singles. So, but if, with, if Andrew Guy's not playing, then yeah, I think you got Ethan Irwin, Matt Ashley. I think maybe you give Montano a shot and then you do have, uh, what is I do think you, at that point you have either Janine or maybe, uh, Sam wants to give Cameron Rice an opportunity who hasn't gotten a chance to play yet. So, and Cameron Rice has been around the Schmodown for a while. He knows yeah. he knows how the game is played too. He's been he's been around for quite a while. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see how that all ends up. Uh, there's a lot of uh, really interesting ways this uh, this tournament can go, and I'll be eager to see you know. 36, I mean, 36 competitors. This is going to be a fire tournament. Can't wait to make that bracket. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is going to be this is going to be an intense, awesome tournament. And then, you know, maybe somewhere in this, we, we see how the teams is shaping up. Maybe Christian makes an announcement about teams pretty soon. And we get to do this whole thing over again with teams. Yeah, he's already said that he's, he's figured out a way to do teams virtually. So that'll be interesting to see how that's done. And who knows? Maybe he's got a wild hair in him and he decides to throw in some free agent teams in the middle of the uh, tournament also. Which would be which great because it's real easy for us. We're some, in the same freaking apartment. Some competitors like the Real Rejects <laughs> could be a very are easy team to also compete. Also in the same freaking apartment or maybe you do have a free agent team who's ready to be picked up by a manager and just needs to show themselves off a little bit especially if they're in the same freaking apartment did i mention that <laughs> yeah. um so anyway that's probably not gonna happen but hey you know what one can dream um yeah this is gonna be a lot of fun coming up in the schmodown if you guys are not invested into the schmodown yet and you sat through this entire conversation awesome good on you but go check out the Schmodown. It's uh, the Schmodown Entertainment Network on YouTube. Give them a subscribe. Watch some matches. Get invested. I believe it. I believe. I, I promise you it's worth your time to, to hang out with them and kind of check out everything they're doing on that network. So Freaking Garth. The cinema fanatics. Hey, you know what? Call us whatever you want. As long as we're in there, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just happy to be in there somewhere. Reference to the jerk. Yeah, there you go. Brought it back. Yeah. Brought it back. Rest in peace, Carl Reiner. Rest in peace, Carl Reiner. Fantastic movie. Uh, so, those of y'all who are watching, that's your homework. If you haven't seen The Jerk, go watch The watch Jerk. Watch The Jerk. I'm, uh, I, so good. 
I want to say it's like available for free, like on Tubi's website or Voodoo yeah. or something. It's it, one of those has it for free, I believe. It's somewhere for sure. Yeah, definitely watch that fantastic movie. Anyway, uh, that about wraps it up for tonight. I think we this has been a pretty good long episode, but it's been a lot of fun to put on. We nailed it. We did it. We got it. Yeah, everything's wrapped up in the bag. So. Uh, as we're closing off, uh, again, make sure you join the Patreon up here. Uh, jump on the tier that's right for you in regards to us. Uh, we will be probably making some changes to that pretty soon within the next couple of weeks. We'll keep y'all updated. Hashtag Cinnamon Fanatics. That's right. We are serious about our cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Cinefanatics MLP. We also have our individual Twitter handles right here. Yep. Right down here. Yes. Um, also, remember, again, this Saturday, well, first of all, actually, I should say, covering everything, tomorrow we are doing the live reaction of, what is the match? It's Laura Kelly versus Andres Cabrera in the Star Wars tournament for the Schmodown. We will be doing our live reaction on this channel somewhere around the 11 to 11.30 time frame. Central time. Central time, yeah. Uh, stay tuned to Twitter and just stay tuned to the channel because we'll be going live again whenever Schmobates is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're doing that tomorrow. That's going to be a blast because uh, I've actually really enjoyed doing these live reactions to the Star Wars matches on Twitch. It's been a lot of fun to kind of just hang out with the chat while we're actually answering questions live so that they can see we don't do any funny business when it comes to editing our actual reactions. We are that goofy sometimes when it comes to Star Wars. You can also see that on the tagline here every Tuesday night at 9.30 p.m. Central Time. Much like the show you are watching right now. Remember to hashtag fun the nonsense. Because um, we do a lot of nonsense. Cinnabon fanatics, oh my gosh. Speaking of nonsense, Saturday. Saturday, we are doing that awesome watch-along of Independence Day. We Again, we know there's probably not a lot of firework activity happening that you're going to go out and see in a park around people. Probably not going to happen. And you were probably planning on watching Independence Day that day anyway, assuming that you live in the United States. Uh, so come watch it with us. Come hang out with us. It's going to be a blast. Uh, we're going to have some fun with it. La okay. That's our logo. That's our logo. What are you doing? We're going to be uh, laughing, crying, chatting, having fun with you in the in the chat. It's going to be on our channel, public. It's not going to be... That one's not going to be on our Patreon. So just come hang out. It's going to be 8 p.m. Central Time this Saturday, July 4th, celebrating America's independence with um, an alien flick. Not sure why we have movement in our Independence Day logo, but okay. Apparently there's a transparent part. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that. Anyway, so that's going to happen this Saturday. Come hang out with us. It's going to be a ton of fun. And anything else? Uh, yeah, no, like, comment this, uh, this video right here. Make sure you subscribe to us. And yeah, that's about it. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank y'all for being in the chat again. Uh, as I asked at the beginning of this, please comment, tweet, uh, let us know any suggestions, any, like we don't, I don't think we've really gotten any kind of like fan feedback. I want to hear from everyone who watches us. There's a lot of y'all that watch on a weekly basis. Yeah. Give us your opinion. What do you think That's of the show? Uh, is there anything we need mm. to tweak? Do we need to work on this, that, or the other? Absolutely. It's okay. Whatever you want to tell us, we're not going to be offended at all. I just want to hear something. Just let us know something mm -hmm. about this. Tell them to stop going off on uh, tangents like this. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it, because we're such a young YouTube channel, this yeah. is the kind of stuff that's going to help us grow. Uh, so, what also um, will help us grow is if you tell all your friends about the Cinefanags and how much fun you have watching our shows. 
please bring in more people yeah <laughs> anyways that's gonna do it for this week thank y'all for watching and music time Woo! Got it. hopefully you hear it this time oh yeah y'all are able to hear it this time cool nope. so yep that's it thank y'all for watching like comment subscribe we will see y'all tomorrow night and we will see y'all next week on the tagline later yeah <laughs>